Greatness is always waiting. Welcome to the PlayStation Experience. I'm your host, Delvin Cox, and joining me as always is the Secretary of Spoil, the Platinum Princess herself, Miss Haley Nicole Miller. How you doing, Haley? Number 49! That's what number we're on? Uh, no, no. I mean, that's that's the number of Platinums I have now. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> also, also joining us is the Clown Prince of Podcast and my son, Delvin Jr. How you doing, son? Number 19. <laughs> I've created a monster. <laughs> I, I, I should have called out this podcast. I should have called sick. You can't call out, sir. Yes, that is true. This is your job. You decided to keep this thing alive. Yes. Well, we both did. Don't, don't. What me, Delvin, was said, fuck this shit, walked off. <laughs> Yes, very, very accurate, very accurate. All right, so I guess let's start with Haley. Haley, how's your week been? What you been doing? Oh, it's not just a week. It's been an interesting couple of weeks. Uh, it's been, what, three since we recorded? I think so, yeah. Yeah, so inventory season's been real fucking weird. Um, as everybody knows, my job now is doing inventory for stores. I've been all over the fucking um, province. Um, I've been to Toronto. I've been to fucking Dunville, which is like uh, the opposite direction an hour away. Uh, I've been to Fort Erie, like right next to the U.S. border. Like I've been all over the place. Um, what's the farthest you've been? Miss Toronto. Toronto was as far as I've been. I did a Walmart on Tuesday in Toronto. How far is Toronto from you? To give people clarification on how far? About that an is. hour and a half. There you go. Yeah, that's kind of far. Um, so I well, like we weren't in Toronto proper, but like pretty damn close. We were like the outskirts. We were in Mississauga, which is like twenty minutes from Toronto. So if that gives you any indication, um, had to get up at fucking four thirty in the morning for that one. Uh Straight up, 4.30, wake up, get into my uniform, go to the office for a 5.30 pickup to drive to Toronto. I barely woke up at 6 today. <laughs> Hi, Delvin Jr. I've been getting up uh, earlier than you probably go to bed for the past three weeks. Yeah, probably. That's adulthood. <laughs> That's how that works. You get up early, you, uh, work, you go home, you make minimum wage, a little bit of money, then you die. That's how that oh. works. Speaking of minimum wage, that's about to change too in five days, so that's nice. Um, so our 
our job also has this ranking system, right? So each rank gives you like a 50 cent raise, right? So uh, if I can gain 5% within the next five days and I have five shifts between now and then, <laughs> uh, uh, if I can reach 80%, I'll get a dollar raise. But if not, I'm already guaranteed a 50 cent raise to $16 an hour. That's so great. it is. On that note, before I switch to like the weird ass story I have about my my Arrowverse rewatch, which is going to make certain people mad and others go, "Why the fuck would you do that?" Uh, <laughs> I, I I know what it was the story. She I, no, was I, watch, I, she, she thought she was watching Arrowverse, but she was actually watching Supernatural. Oh no 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 no! And the, it, it is straight. Style. Oh, what? No, I I could I, I've rewatched Supernatural multiple times, sir. I don't know what yes. you're talking about, Delvin Junior. In this uh, last week, probably. No, no. <laughs> uh, the only thing I've watched in this last week is Arrow. Uh, but uh, I have a story that's gonna uh, interest people, but also make some mad. Anyways, this past week of work just been absolute dog shit. So. I have never in my life had to walk off a job site before. I, I still have my job. Don't worry. I, have, I haven't lost. Physically had to walk off a job site on Monday morning. What happened? So I'm, you know, the rest of my team doing the same thing as me, right? So when we go to a store, if it's a clothing store in the outlet mall, they open for the day. So we did their sales floor first. Normally we'd do the stock room, then the sales floor, and we'd do it at night. But this store wanted to do it in the morning. The store is Hugo Boss, expensive clothes, right? So none of the clothes are allowed to touch the floor. Everything was fine in the sales floor, nothing touched the floor. We finish around like, I want to say... 10:30, move to the back right to their change rooms the back is completely full of boxes that we have to open empty the clothes out count then put back in the box right everyone's doing the same thing right using the lids of the boxes to keep the clothes off the floor right yes so i do the whole five boxes that are in the change room that i get assigned to boom done once you're done in the change room you move to the hallway in the hallway, I'm doing the same thing, taking the lid of the box, putting the clothes on the lid of the box so they're not touching the floor, right? I am literally accosted by the store manager every five minutes. Are you going to clean that up? Are you going to clean that up? Are you going to clean that up? No, I thought I'd leave the mess there. I don't have five other boxes stacked underneath it to count. Uh, I didn't say that, of course. Um, but anyways, she keeps coming back and getting in my way, micromanaging me, acting as my boss. I don't work for this lady. <laughs> like, my boss is in the store, right? It gets to the point um, that I am literally – you know, still counting. And I hear the store manager talking to my manager, telling him that I need to leave, like telling him that I need to leave the job. And I'm sitting there going, fuck you lady. Like you're not my boss, but then she keeps getting in my way and I get frustrated and my boss can physically see that I'm getting frustrated. Uh, and he goes, Hey, do you want to leave? Like, I will let you leave. Do you want to leave? And I was like, yeah, fuck that. And so I literally had to walk up a job site. Cause this lady kept getting in my way. What a oh. jerk. And 
let, let me let me get this straight. There was other people working this same site with you, correct? Oh, there were like five or six of us, yeah. And she only just and all of y'all was doing the same thing, but she only got yep. to single out you. Yep, literally yeah. me. That sounds about right. Or shall I say that sounds about white? Yeah, that, that's. Oh no, <laughs> this this woman was not white. Oh well, what this this, shit this person was. This woman was Chinese. Wow. Well, hmm. Yeah, that that kind of that kind of fits too. Kind of fits that. Like, so, can be very prejudice, and it's it's it sucks that you had to go through that. But that's that's type that type of shit I've seen happen. On numerous kids, I've dealt with shit like that. Where you, yeah, it's, it's it's gross. Like when I have coworkers come up to me at the Walmart job the next day and go, "Hey, so how come you had to leave early today?" And I have to explain to them that this woman was like micromanaged me in a way that made it impossible for me to do my job. And then that same coworker goes, "Yeah, that woman was a real pain in the ass." And I've never heard this coworker ever disparage anyone. You know, there's a fucking problem. Yeah. Like. It reminds, oh, let me ask this. No, no. You said, you said um, if she's doing it to everybody, then that means she's probably an asshole then. Just a normal asshole. She was only doing it to me. See, see then, then that's the difference, yeah. Then she's probably a prejudiced piece of shit. Oh, I mean, I corrected her for misgendering me a couple times on the floor, and she kept, like, deliberately doing it afterwards until my boss stepped in and was like, eh, we can't do that. Nope. Well, that that, that kind of says it all right there. That just proves yeah. it. Uh, but also, also, this woman tried to violate labor laws on my boss. Like, literally, my <laughs> boss was like, hey, so uh, we're going to finish your sales floor and the change rooms. And then we're going to start sending people for break. And she goes, no break, no break. And my boss goes, yeah, no, we have to give them a break or I get in trouble. Like, that. there's a law about that. Is she um, Mr. Krabs? <laughs> no, no breaks during work. Work five minute breaks, breaks or or nothing. <laughs> I don't know. We started at seven. By the time you started sending people for break, it was eleven. You know, uh, just before the limit, because like in Ontario, it's like uh, like five hours. You have to give people a break, right? So he started like generally around the time that our, our job starts giving people breaks, right? Some jobs, it's everybody goes at the same time. In this case, we were going to stagger them. So not everybody was going to go on break at the same time, right? But, nope, she, she, she's literally on the sales floor going, no break, no break. Um, Yeah, you can't do that, lady. Like, that's that's a huge fine. That's like $10,000 fine <laughs> yeah. uh, for the business. Like, no. <laughs> Uh, remi- can't do that. It, it, it reminds me because I had I had a similar story like like I think it was like around I think it was before, like right before COVID. I'm not gonna get into too much detail, but uh, there was like this GameStop employee with there was other there were other people people my age in the the same thing, and he was like specifically aiming at me saying, "Hey, you can't hey you can't be here. You kids can't be here by themselves." I was I was I think I was around 15 at the time. 15, 14, and I was just waiting for that, my dad. <laughs> the yeah. guy just kept berating me for some reason. Yeah. yeah, that's that's not great. Uh, then the next day, Walmart went fine, right? Like Walmart, we were expecting that to to be finished around three. We finished just before one. Granted, there were forty people on that job, so 
This was also a two-story Walmart. Like, it had escalators and everything. That's pretty cool. I've never seen a two-story Walmart before. I, neither had I. This is the first time I had ever seen a two-story Walmart. <laughs> uh, simpleton. I've seen so many two-story Walmarts, but I won't tell you. Oh, okay. Cool. Uh, the next day, we did a grocery store, and that, that was just a shitty experience. Uh... I'm not getting into that one because that one's ugh, that that one sucks. Uh, the next day we were at the same grocery store but doing their clothing section. That went fine. Um, grocery stores have clothing sections. But ours do, yeah. That's a um, good question, Delvin. Well, I guess yeah. yeah uh, if you consider like um, Walmart, Walmart's kind of a grocery store. Sure, Walmart did have a clothing section, yes, but. The, this is another low, like Canadian. Um, you might know what I'm talking about, uh, De- Delvin, because I'm sure you've seen like that the CEO of this grocery store is currently in legal proceedings with the uh, federal government in Canada because uh, it's big news. Uh, anyways, uh, Loblaws, like Zares and all that, like okay. Galen Weston. Yeah, they have what's called Joe Fresh, which is their small. It's not huge or anything. It's just like a small section of the store. It's apparel. It's usually right beside pharmacy or in between pharmacy and like their actual food aisles so it's their it's their company's apparel yeah who the fuck wants to buy that i don't know because there was some of the ugliest clothing i've ever counted like they had they had bait infant shirts that were bright green with white tennis rackets on them who who buys that like who the fuck Middle goes to like dads? a public who the fuck goes in like a Publix and be like, hey, I want to buy a Publix t-shirt and <laughs> some oh, no. Publix no, jeans and shit no, like no, that? None of this clothing is like branded with uh, like the the company's logos or anything. They even have some Marvel apparel. Like I was counting like Black Panther shorts and like Spider-Man shorts and Black Panther t-shirts and stuff too. So. Black Panther shorts. Oh boy. I gotta, I gotta go guys. I gotta go Publix. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm not buying no. I'm not buying my clothes out of a grocery store. If you, if you say I'm thinking like I'm thinking it's like a Walmart, Target type situation, like a store that kind of has groceries in it. That's also no. Nah, this is not no no. I'm not. I'm not buying my shirts next to the spam. No thank you. Um, it, it, it's like it's like it's like going to the back of a Spencer's. You just wonder what are these doing here. Spencer's. What are these doing here? I mean, why would you bring up Spencer's? Is that store like a novelty to you? Like the the, no, the, it's just the, the first thing I thought of. <laughs> <laughs> uh, then on Friday we were at um, we we were at Shoppers Drug Mart in Beamsville. Uh, that's about twenty minutes away for reference. Um, like a lot of these jobs require us to get on the highway and go to a different place, right? So, uh, that one, yeah, it was all right. Took longer than expected though, because nine people didn't show up. Oh, they should be fired, all of them. That that's not how that works here. I'm afraid. That that that, that means you have to step up the game, you know. You gotta show you gotta show everyone who's boss. Like, yeah, I'm gonna carry fifty boxes, and you guys are gonna do nothing. Do you not know what my job entails? I don't have to carry anything. No, she just counts. Literally, I just I I, I, I scan the barcode, count how as many you, are on the shelf, and move on. That is my job, sir. As, as you know, I know nothing. <laughs> she, she is like, the count from Sesame Street. One, <laughs> two, <laughs> three shirts. <laughs> that's, that's what her job is. 
you're you're not wrong. Although to be fair, there's a lot more bending uh, and and like getting up high uh, on things than the Count from Sesame Street can do because you know it's a puppet with a hand up its ass. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> the Count ever do to you? Uh, I don't know. So offer us joy and love. I don't know. I just I don't know. Um, anyways, yeah, so that that my work's been shit. Uh, <laughs> last night was Mark's uh, Mark's work warehouse, and we were finished in three hours. So, okay, that that was pretty nice. Tonight, yes, I do have to work tonight. Uh, is sport check? Okay, uh, now, it's now, in now. the same it's in the same plaza as last night too. So okay, so now you have to enthrall us with what happened with this Arrowverse thing because you just left that out there thirty minutes I, ago. I did. Yeah. I did. Uh, okay, so as you know, I started rewatching the Arrowverse after I saw like a whole thread of people like uh, talking about like camp and shit and how the Arrowverse is basically just that, which I don't know what you expect because it's literally like comic books, which it's also made by a sitcom channel. So like, yeah, of course it's going to be camp because CW. Uh, anyways, so uh, as you know, you I, I have a question. I, I have a question. Sorry. Uh, are, are people talking about specifically like, like newer era versus camp or or just in their reverse in general in general like they were referring to an episode of the flash from like before crisis before mm. it got terrible or, or after it no. got terrible I feel like no, no. after season two was just crisis, crisis. <laughs> uh no they were the the specific tweet i saw that then like devolved into a thread was talking about the episode of the flash where barry's handcuffed on a roof and he gets pushed off and iris jumps off the roof and unlocks his handcuffs in the air all right we're done with get, get, to, all right, we're done. get to your story please i don't want to know about this shit all right we're done we're done here. all right all right so as you know delvin i own a lot of stuff on youtube right uh arrow being one of them so that's why i was doing my rewatch because con like unlike everything else they're like the flash supergirl legends those are all on streaming services that i own here but arrow and superman and lois are both not on any streaming services in canada don't fucking know why but they're not right so i was watching it on youtube where i own it all right now season one played fine just fine right no issues i start season two Episode one won't play on my PlayStation, right? Interesting. But YouTube goes, hey, there's an error playing this video. I was like, oh, okay. So I click episode two, boom, plays. Episode one of season two isn't that important. It's really just Oliver re-returning from the island, right? But uh, anyways, right? Episode two plays. Okay. Then episode three won't play. All right. Episode four to seven plays just fine. Episode eight won't play. Episode 9 plays. Episode 10 plays. Episode 11 to 13 won't play on my PlayStation, right? Now, here's the fun story, right? Switch to my Xbox, all those episodes play fine. Try to watch them on my phone, all those episodes play fine. I think PlayStation just sucks at playing video in general because I have the same situation with, like, HBO Max. Like, every time I try to watch some um, irregular show or South Park, Park, it was just like, nah, 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 we're not doing this. And then when ah. I switch over to my Xbox, it just it just works just fine. But here's the rub, right? I'm not going to switch to my Xbox every time I want to watch an episode of Arrow if what I'm playing is on PlayStation, right? That's a huge pain in the ass. 
I'm not turning on another console, switching inputs on my television, loading up YouTube and having to re-sign in every time because for some reason YouTube, that's my issue with YouTube on Xbox is it won't stay signed in for me. I have to sign in every time, which is annoying. Uh, so I'm not doing that every time I don't want to watch like Arrow, right? Sacrifices so, have to be made. Uh, no, 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 no sacrifices have to be made except spending more money. This is what's going <laughs> to piss people off. What? <laughs> this is what's gonna piss people off because i didn't want to deal with switching to uh my xbox to watch it i just rebought the whole show on itunes for 129 bucks you couldn't give that to starving children no 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 you are not allowed to talk anything about this because you do the same type of shit i don't understand how you two broke people have this indisposable <laughs> income where y'all just buy shit randomly. Like, oh, it's just $129. I have no, I'm no talking idea about. what you're talking about. What, what what exactly? you, what, hey, hey, I have disposable income again. I have a job that pays me now and no, actually provides me with equipment to work. Unlike the other one that let me sit there doing fuck all for four months. I'm not rebuying this. You probably could get the whole set of Arrow for cheaper than what you paid for it. But I also don't want to get up and fucking... And also, no, it's $160 here on Blu-ray. And I'm not buying a DVD. I haven't bought DVDs in forever. It's Blu-ray or nothing. $160? Canada so expensive. Yeah. Look, I got to tell you. I'll, I'll deal with the racism in the United States if I can pay for things cheaper. <laughs> <laughs> Look. He Look. makes this joke every time Look. I talk about how expensive something is. Look. The, the, the prices of them things, they're like, nah, I, I, I'll deal with y'all saying a little racist stuff. Just don't call Dude, me in word. We, we, we can negotiate. Season one of The Last of Us on 4K Blu-ray, just to give you an example, that's going to be 60 bucks here. I think it might be. Like the same price of The Last of Us. No, it's going to, yeah, the game, but in the U.S. it'll be 47. Uh, yeah, Canada, Canada sucks. Anyways, uh, so I bought it, and I'm now up to the point where I ha uh, ran into the issue of episodes just not playing. Like, I'm literally back to where I was on, on iTunes now. Hold up, 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 hold up. You spent $127 to fix a problem, and you're still having the problem? No, no, no. I'm not. I'm back. To, like, I'm back to the episodes where I couldn't get them to play. I, oh, oh, I bought it. They're working and now. What, and how, yeah, it's working on iTunes. Like, I haven't okay. had the, the issue at all. Like, and this is not the, the same first, problem. No, no. You know this is not the first whole series I bought on iTunes. I own all of Teen Wolf there. I own all of Criminal Minds there. I own all of CSI uh, Vegas, like the original CSI there. Um, like, Thank you I for own, that clarification. Uh, well, <laughs> there are multiple shows about CSI. There's I guarantee you, none of these people gave a fuck about what show was CSI. <laughs> you um, could have said any CSI. I don't care about CSI. Also, uh, to be fair, uh, I own those shows on iTunes because it's the only place you can buy them. Like you can't, you you couldn't buy like Criminal Minds or CSI, uh, any of that stuff on like YouTube or any other like platform that allows you to buy video. Don't know why you can only buy them on iTunes here. And, so. and most of the and some of the seasons are not on Paramount Plus. So I understand that. Oh no, they're all on Paramount Plus. They're all here, on Paramount but, Plus but, now. They're all on Paramount Plus here, but at the time Paramount Plus wasn't in Canada yet. Ah, uh, 
Okay, that makes sense. So that's why I bought them. And also Criminal Minds, again, we've had this discussion before. Streaming rights are weird in Canada. Criminal Minds, not on Paramount Plus at all in Canada. You know where it is? Peacock. Disney Plus. Oh, Disney Disney Plus, oh, whatever. I don't I'm not I'm, I'm not dealing with Canada anymore. Canada's fucking stupid. <laughs> I don't know what's going on uh, over there. I don't know what's happening. It's just just the whole wacky world yeah. that I don't know what's going on there. I'll just let so, it, let Canada be Canada. So so that's 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 my television stuff. Uh oh, I saw Scream Six, by the way. That was fantastic. Oh, that's um great. very good movie. Huh? I, need to watch I need to watch the screen movies. Well, they're all screen on screen. they're all on Paramount Plus, so you have no excuse because by the way your father talks, you have Paramount Plus. So don't don't fucking come at me. Watch them. He, yeah, uh, he has Paramount Plus because I have Paramount Plus. He just takes all you, my stuff and just watches it. So uh, yeah. The 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 only, I don't I barely use Paramount Plus. The only thing I use it for is like Nickelodeon shows. Just and then I just go to Amazon because the only one I consistently watch is is spongebob the only two times i mainly use paramount plus was to watch the teenage mutant ninja turtles uh tv series that released in 2012 yeah i know what and, you're talking about yes and the the halo show oh so that was so teenage mutant turtles 2012 uh-huh yeah the halo show was uh that was certainly awful. an experience uh awful. It's awful. I, it's I, I, I haven't watched it so i can't i can't actually give an opinion I, all i know is people bitching about it on twitter um uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyways um Scream 6 is very good. I want to go see John Wick 4. I need to see 2 and 3 first, even though I've owned them for years and never actually watched. <laughs> I've watched I've watched I've watched John Wick 1 multiple times. I just literally haven't been asked to watch 2 or 3. You know, <laughs> if you wasn't watching the Arrowverse for the 8,000th time, you probably could watch John Wick 2 and 3. Just I'm autistic. What do you want? Oh my God. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay, Haley. I got the it's same. Called I got comfort watching. What do you want? Comfort watch your ass to watch John Wick. That's what you should do. <laughs> do that. It's, it's okay, Haley. Years ago, I was berated for watching Danny Phantom multiple times. Oh, I own that on iTunes as well. All of it. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, unfortunately, oh. unfortunately, it's so old it plays in four by three. But you know, can't really remaster that. I'm, I'm pretty sure. I mean, you you can, but it'll take like the Simpsons tried that and it took the context of some jokes out. Like for example, in the Duff Beer episode where it's supposed to be shown that all three lines for the the different versions of Duff are all coming from one. T- <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> but move, removing the four by three takes the context of that joke out. It stretched the image to fit the screen, and then it takes the context of that joke out. You can't see where the lines are coming from. Um, but no, uh, moving on to what I played. Uh, Horizon, I got the platinum for finally. That's number 49. Finally on my level. Uh, <laughs> I will end you. I start. I started your platinum hunting. I will end you. Don't you? Don't you even? 
Uh, no, I, listen, I got the platinum <laughs> last year, so I'm basically above all of you. And Dad doesn't even have the platinum. Dad doesn't okay. even have the platinum. So I'm sure. not doing that uh, shit. Dev also, Dev also, yeah, uh, your dad's not going for it for a specific reason because it replies into, requires him to play the stupid fucking chess game. Uh, no, that's not happening. <laughs> we can all collectively agree it sucks. Anyways, uh, Dev had the same question, but no, I've done. I did the same thing with the first Horizon. I waited until just before the DLC was about to come out to platinum it. So uh, I try going, going back to the first Horizon uh, to get the platinum for it. I think that just made me realize I don't like the first Horizon very much. <laughs> Anyways, uh, I was playing Outer World Spacer's Choice Edition. Uh, I haven't had much time to play that. Uh, I tried the Diablo 4 beta. That that was pretty fun. Um, it's more Diablo. Uh, Cutscenes are very, very good. Um, class system has been like massively improved over 3, so that's interesting. I, I haven't gotten much chance to play it, and I probably won't. Um, and then, do you want to save this for later or no? What, um... You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, we've got a whole conversation about it so we'll just wait for that yeah yep and then the other thing that i have been playing we'll talk about later so all right cool so son what you been playing all right uh i'm gonna stick to what i've been playing on playstation because that's the most important thing uh uh so i want to start first by saying i i've been watch watching two things because i'm gonna i want to mention my what i've been watching uh i'm gonna be quick i promise uh i i I went back to Chainsaw Man because I haven't finished it at all. Of I'm course, very slow. anime. What do you want from me? <laughs> <laughs> but I love it. I genuinely really... It reminds me... The comedy reminds me a lot of One Punch Man in terms of... It's very uh, satirical. Um, and the animation's just stellar. I really love like the like how the animation looks. But... But I, I know Haley doesn't care about about anime, so I'm gonna move on to the other thing I watch. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I I'm I'm giving you shit. Not that I don't care about it. I just yeah. don't watch anime. Yeah. Let, not, let, let me explain you I don't... something. <laughs> we just listened to Haley talk for 45 minutes <laughs> about a bunch of random ass TV shows that a lot of people don't give a fuck about. <laughs> I think you're okay here. <laughs> I think also, you're okay. also, your dad is also familiar with me giving him shit for stuff. I give him yeah. shit for wrestling all the time. He'll make a wrestling reference, and he knows I won't understand it. Like, yes, <laughs> that is true. <laughs> uh, but anyways, uh, the the other thing I I watched for the first time is Breaking Bad. I I started oh. watching Breaking Bad for the first time. How you like Not it so far? Huh? How you, you like it? Really? Oh, I was I was literally just I was making the let him cook joke. That's it. Uh, That's all I was doing. <laughs> and your dad asked how you enjoyed it. I love it. I really love it so far. The first season was basically perfect. Oh, I really like it. A lot. Oh, okay. You've made a cardinal sin, sir. Don't tell people where you are with that show because they will spoil it for you. Deliter literally, like I'm on social media, so I should be good. 
Um, yeah. Sir, you are on social media. I hate to be a pain in the ass, but PlayStation Network is social media, and people can find your account. Do not tell people <laughs> what episode or season you are on. They will spoil it for you. Uh, like that is uh, uh, that is notorious for for Breaking Bad is people literally finding out someone's watching it for the first time and spoiling it for them. Like that is their whole purpose. Uh, but um, it, it's funny because when I started watching it, it, it was when the pop quarter commercial came out about it. Oh my god! <laughs> A lot of people started watching it off of that. I, I didn't start watching it off of that. I didn't start watching it off of that. It came out when I was starting to watch it. Oh, okay. Um, um, and me, me and my friend are, are now like joking about pop quarters constantly, mm. and joking. They're not about very that. good, by the way. Yeah, yeah, they're all right. They're, they're fine, like fine snacks. Uh, but anyways, on to um, what I've been playing. Well, hold on. Uh, is it, is it, I want to ask you. So you like Breaking Bad? Yeah. So when are you gonna start cooking meth? Uh, give it time. Give it time. When are you gonna dissolve a body? By the way, um, they got in trouble for that. If you don't know, how they got in trouble for that? It wasn't a real body. It's a TV uh, show. No, no. But they actually showed like an actual way to physically dissolve a body. Like that was real. Oh, who gives a fuck? You can Google that shit. Like, why would they get in trouble for that? <laughs> I want to know you can Google that. No comment. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. FBI agent listening. I am not in any way involved. <laughs> I am. Arrest me. Uh, yeah. Uh, Is it just one game? Have you just been playing one game that you keep messaging me about? <laughs> Actually, it's three games. Four, oh. But we gotta, four, but we got we got to talk about that later. Uh, but, yeah. Uh, um, for, first game I, I play, played. Uh, and be I think last week last um, was Bendy in the Dark Dark Revival. I've been waiting, I've been waiting for a console port of this for months, because uh, I'm not buying a PC to play, just play that. And yeah, it's great. It's, it's really solid. I really ended up loving it. Uh, I think the combat has not improved that much from the first Bendy well, game. Delvin. Because. Before you go on with that, let people know what Bending in the Dark Revival is. I don't know if people yeah, played that game. Well, so people know, I think some people know what Bendy is, but it's an old franchise. Like, it's it's being brought back, so you may need to explain. Okay. Uh, so, Bendy is a survive, mascot survival horror game series that, that came out, I think, around, like, 2010. And it came out originally, like, on, on computer. On like Windows and and stuff like I'm doing a horrible job, uh, but it came out like a, a while back, and only recently last year got us got a sequel, which I, I recommend checking out the story of that because it's very interesting. But um, I got in, I got into it because my best friend forced me to play the game against my will, <laughs> so um. Hey, um, I, that's not how that works. Like I can tell you to, I I can tell I can tell you to play something multiple times. You have to physically make the choice to play the game, sir. That is not how video games work. No one's holding a gun to your head and making you play things. It's the same thing I tell your dad constantly. If he's not enjoying something, stop playing it. Uh, As he proceeded to play thirty hours of Gotham Knights when I didn't ask him to do that. 
<laughs> you, should, you, should, you should be like me and drop games games immediately. No, nah. oh, never mind. Uh, but uh, um, the first game was all right. I did like it. Um, but I think it was. But I think the combat because the combat was the main focus of the game game for some sections, and it was very bland. And it does that unfortunately does carry over to the second game. But it has the second game has more of a focus on stealth and ex- exploration. Like God, this game looks so beautiful. Like I love, I love like, I I guess it would be like the aesthetic. That's the right word. Yes, of, that, that, of the if you're talking about visuals, yes, that would be the word. I I, I love how the, the game looks. It, it really captures like that rubber hose art style that the Bendy games, that the ben, the first Bendy was doing. Um, and uh, and not only that, like without giving too much away, because I do recommend people giving it a shot. Uh, I, <clears throat> I I just really I really like like how, basically just seeing the first game being like you can tell it's someone's first game to the second game being a huge step up on every front, front and like the animations are a lot better, the story is way more interesting. I I abs- absolutely love like Bendy has. As a character, because he's adorable. Well, the first time you see him, he's just sitting in a room playing with a train, and that is the greatest thing in the world. So uh, yeah, just play Bendy in the Dark Revival, and then yep. the one that I have been messaging Haley about all week. <laughs> I before Resident Evil Four came out, I decided to finally play play Resident Evil Village. Not only that, I, I wanted to go for the platinum trophy of it. That was that was hard. <clears throat> Sorry. Uh, that was, Welcome uh, to all Resident Evil games after Resident Evil Three, which all include yeah. like a difficulty above hardcore, or multiple. In the case of Three, in which case Inferno mode requires you to beat it in ninety minutes without dying. Nope. I, think I did it. I did that. <laughs> but I'm better than you because I got got village. So, so. You, 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 you're not better than anybody. Nobody is above anybody here, sir. Like we're we're talking about digital trophies that mean nothing except for the satisfaction of dopamine hit they provide. You're right. Nah. I'm sorry. I, I, I changed take, my ways. I rather take the dope instead of that. I'm not doing that shit. I'm not. <laughs> Uh, if I was still between um, getting platinum trophies and taking actual drugs, I'll take the drugs. Give me that. <laughs> I'm not doing that. I'm not sitting here for 40 hours busting my brain to get an imaginary trophy to just ding on my computer that I will never think about again. No, thank you. I'm glad, I'm glad y'all love it. Nah, it's not for me. Hey, there's nothing wrong with that. I don't even know why you started. I didn't force him to platinum anything. He just came to me one day and goes, I want to start platinum hunting. I was like, good luck. That's literally all I said. And here we are, 19 later. Yeah. (laughs) So, so like, I haven't gotten a platinum trophy since Frontiers, like Sonic Frontiers. So I thought, hey, why, hey, why why not go for the platinum trophy for Resident Evil Village? Oh, oh boy, that was hard. Uh, uh-huh. Hey, hey, remind me. I kept telling you what to use because you know you were gonna go for the harder difficulty trophies. And what did you do, sir? Lightsaber! Yippee! Lightsaber! 
for reference, I told him that the 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 win strategy for like hardcore Village of Shadows modes is literally the rocket pistol. This kid over here sent me like four photos of him holding the laser knife. It didn't, wow. it didn't work. Yeah, of course it didn't work. There's a reason why the rocket pistol is in the game, sir. Uh, uh but I, but um, I, I did I did had a lot of fun playing the game. Hardcore mode, uh, that was a learning curve. Uh, hardcore mode was very, well, hard. Um, and then, and then playing the game again on Village of Shadows was not fun, especially, uh, to not spoil the game, it's especially in. No, no, the, no, no. Hold on, hold on. Village is multiple years old now. You can talk about Village without. You, you're good. Go ahead. You don't have to hold off. Um, um but. Um, especially the Heisenberg fight on yeah. Village of Shadows. Oh my god. That well, is yeah, amazing. because you can't use your own weapons except in certain sections of that fight. You're using a tank. Yeah. yeah. But that. Ari did not like that fight first. I, I do not like that fight, fight then. <laughs> now, Emmett. Um, but. Uh, uh, I did do Village of Shadows, my Village of Shadows playthrough in third person, and I gotta say, I like third person a lot more than first person. <laughs> Yeah, I never bought like the the Winter's expansion pack, so I don't have third person mode. <laughs> I I have I've, I have seen how Ro how like Rose's DLC ends, but I've not. Um, you have to play that. Yeah, uh, don't. It's a waste of time. Just oh. so you're aware, like it's. I'm gonna play. It changes. It changes literally nothing about the ending of Village. It, it expands no further on, on where Village ends. So it's just <laughs> and, no, literally, like, the DLC for Rose ends with the same cutscene of her in the graveyard threatening the secret agent guy that's going to bring her to Chris. Oh. Hmm. Anyways, uh, and, then and then Mercenaries... Um, that was the last thing I needed to do for the platinum, and it's not that bad. It's not that. It's not as bad as people put it to be. Like it's it's mostly just practice makes perfect. But two levels in particular gave me a lot of troubles: uh, the factory level and the factory level two. Those those suck. Those just straight up suck. Especially so, the, the. So in case people aren't familiar with mercenaries mode, since. Delvin Jr. didn't really explain. It's like a horde mode, and each location from Village has multiple levels, um, and you need an S rank on all of them. You also need a triple S rank. Hey, Delvin Jr., how many points do you need for a triple S rank? I don't know. You think I know this thing on the top of my head? It, it's over a million and a half points. I did it. Uh, uh, just a bit, um, but the factory, the factory level, well, uh, the first factory level I managed to do it as Ethan, but the second one, um, it's basically it's the same layout, but the enemies are a lot more aggressive. I could not do that as Ethan or Chris or Heisenberg. Just don't play as Heisenberg. Heisenberg sucks. But um, I could not do it. The the only way I was able to do it because I played the deal, the other, um. Mercenaries levels to unlock um play Demish. I, how do you pronounce her name? I, Dim, uh, the game pronounces it as Dimitrescu, but uh, I've I've heard people refer to it as Dimitrescu, whatever. Like you, hot vampire lady. Yes. Ah, okay. 
Okay. Uh, I decided so 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 to try to unlock a lady demonstrus. And yeah, she makes everything literally easy. <laughs> yeah, no shit. But you think I was going to give you that tip? You got to figure out mercenaries on your own, man. Yeah, there you go. I wasted my time when you could just gave me that tip. No, <laughs> I gave you, I gave you the rocket pistol and you didn't listen for like three days. I no, listened. I bought it. <laughs> yeah, you, but then sent me a photo of you using the goddamn hot dog knife. Yeah, that's what that, that's what the laser knife is called, by the way. It's the hot dog. Um, spelled H A W T, like hot dog. Um, that that's that's what the laser knife is. You, I, I told you about the rocket pistol, and you sent me a photo of you holding the fucking laser knife. No, I'm not telling you about mercenaries. <laughs> well, I did the last two mercenaries as lead lady demonstrates, and bro, she makes everything like a lot easier. Here, um, yeah. she she doesn't she can't really get grabbed by enemies. Means her melees are really strong. She one of her moves is literally throwing a chair. I don't know where she gets the chair from, but she throws a chair. Her ass, like most <laughs> video game characters, get items that they don't have on them. They pull it right out of their ass. Well, it seems logical with her. <laughs> sure. <laughs> sure. <laughs> um, but yeah, she made everything a lot easier, and um, I and on the final level, I got a triple S. So. Yeah. Congratulations. Uh, and I've, as of, I think, like, 12, 12 16 a.m. Uh, on Saturday, I got the Platinum Trophy. Why are you saying it's like you gave birth? <laughs> <laughs> because it, it just, does record the time when you get the trophy, and unless you turn it off, it also records a video, so. Oh, God. Uh... <laughs> like 15 seconds it's how i posted yeah. that i got the horizon platinum did you not see my tweet absolutely not uh, um, uh, um, but, um but um i, I will say this if you if you go if you go for platinum trophies and you plan on going for revenue villages platinum uh do know that it is hard it is a lot of fun i had a lot of fun going for it but I just recommend if you if you really want to make mercenaries a lot easier, just buy the deal. Oh, I buy the deal just wait for it to go on sale. By the way, I'm calling uh, Delvin Jr. out right now. He's not platinuming Resident Evil 4 remake because one of the trophies makes it impossible for him. Try me. What is uh, one of the trophies? Yeah, uh, you need to get an S rank, S plus rank on professional. Guess what prohibits you from getting an S plus rank? Deluxe items. Any of the infinite ammo weapons immediate disqualification from s plus rank try me you have to beat the game in five and a half hours sir i i got this in my back look, look you said i couldn't do village i did village, village uh -huh. i could do four no i I, I, could do I don't think you know what professional mode is i know it's the hardest difficulty in the game you didn't, you didn't think i looked through the trophies before or played the game Oh god! <laughs> hey, I don't do that. I'll play a game. I don't care if the trophies are bad. I just won't go for the platinum in it. But I'm not the type of person that looks at a trophy list and goes, "Oh, this list looks bad. Let me not play it." Like, I'm not that kind of person. Too. That reminds me of something. Um, but um, I am gonna. I, I'll talk about it more more when we get there. But um, yeah. Um, but it reminds me of one thing, thing I saw on PSN profile. I showed my dad this, but there was a guy. There was a guy. Um, 
in one of the forums saying that he he won't will not play Resident Evil Village because uh, VR won't give you trophies. He's, and he just doesn't see the point of playing it. And he was like, he he typed it very that angrily. <laughs> like, oh, you looked at the forums for PSN profiles. Yeah, that was a mistake. Those that that's accessible. I, I I didn't look through it. I just saw I just saw like the top the top thing. And I'm like, what the? Yeah. So oh, don't. Anybody? No, no, don't pull it up. Don't. No, it, don't it's not important. It's it's not All important. Right. All I have to say is anybody who uses PSN profiles knows that the forums are a fucking nightmare cesspool. Kind of like how Steam reviews are also a nightmare cesspool. I have something to bring up when we get there. Delvin, how has your week been? What have you played or oh, no, watched no, no. or whatever? We, we, we are not doing that. Nuh-uh. We will get to the news. <laughs> we just spent, what, 45 minutes to an hour Talk about trophies and arrow and whatever the fuck that was. We are getting to the goddamn news. Now, nah, nah, my week's fine. We can talk about Resident Evil Four when we get there. No, 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 no. We are getting. Girl, to the I want to hear about WWE. That was the whole point of us no, recording this. Y'all want to hear about WWE? Go listen to PSVG where I talked about it for twenty minutes. <laughs> nah, we're not doing that. We are getting to the news stories. That's what we are doing right now. I didn't. Play, I didn't play Sonic Generations. I won't. That, that's it. That's all. Uh, Guess what? We don't care. <laughs> we're not getting it right now. I hate to break it to you. That's not happening right now. I mean, he's, he's not wrong. I don't give a flying fuck about Sonic. I'm there sorry. You. I don't. There you go. All right, let's get to these news stories. The first one is, um, I thought it was an interesting one, but I wanted to add it in there. Um, have either of you ever heard of Black Girl Gamers? Yes. Have you dealt I've with- heard of them. I heard, I've heard of them. I don't know too much about them. Okay, well, good, good thing you said that. I'll, I'll explain to you what they are right now. Black Girl Gamers is a multi-platform inclusive company powered organization that keeps over 8,000 black women gamers safe online. So they, um, I want to say this was like a week ago. They put out a thread. Yep. An interesting thread that I, I, I enjoyed reading. I think it was, was Monday like, they put this out. I th- yeah, I think it was. It was March 20th. So I, I'm, I'm going to read it on the podcast so you guys get some context for it. because I, th- I think it's a, a good conversation piece. It says, we are pleased to announce that Black Girls Gamers was hired as a paid consultant for for Spoken, which which included to having the opportunity to play a pre-release build of the game. This is a a, a little long thread, but I think it's it's a lot of context to it, and I think it's good for us Mm -hmm. to know. And provide feedback on the overall experience from the gameplay experience to the portrayal as Frey as a female protagonist of Black descent. As with any consultation project, due to the timing of our consultation being initiated during the latter steps of the game's development, not all suggestions we share pertaining to the color, colorism and texturism were implemented in the final game. Due to the nature of our contract, we cannot disclose specific suggestions. However, we were pleased to see that some of our input was reflected in the final version of the game. As a trusted voice in gaming, diversity and inclusivity, we were brought in and had the opportunity to weigh in on the game, especially given that it's one of the first games to feature a fantasy female protagonist of black descent. The importance of this was key to us and our community, and this was communicated through our consultation. With that said, our consult really enjoyed the gameplay. It's entertaining experience for those who love open world, fast-paced parkour, and fantasy magic. 
Forspoken centers itself on the representation of women of all different experiences. Due to that, the game has, has unfairly received some extreme and unjust criticism about its quality. Forspoken has potential to be a great franchise, and we do hope to see a continuing trend of more representation in fantasy games. However, for the fantasy genre in general, there needs to be a greater awareness of proactivity of the importance of a team hiring that consists of black writers, developers, consultants, and, and additionally paying those individuals and content creators of their work. It's important for organizations to partner with authentic voices in the black community when promoting all games. The services that we can provide, that we provide help organizations connect with unrepresentative and diverse audiences to gamer, to gamer unique reactions around activities and also help ensure that organizations is up to the standard when it comes to fair and equal pay. Now, I wanted to read this because a lot of stuff has been said about Forspoken. Sure. Some has been fair. I mean, but like, yeah, but most of what I've seen has been people bitching about the Joss Whedon-esque dialogue, which I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but have you watched a television show since Buffy? Because they all have Whedon-esque dialogue. Like, that's, yes. that's a major complaint about most television shows. But I don't know why it was a huge complaint in in Forspoken. But a lot of video games have similar dialogue options. Yeah. It's all quips, which, all right, whatever, who cares? Um, but no, you obviously just came out with this, with this type of same thing. Yes, and also, before we go any further, uh, I'm going to let you and Delvin Jr. speak on this first, but I do want to say, you asked if I knew what they were. Yes, I do know what they are. Um, Rihanna, uh, you know uh, Danny Pena, right? Yes. Yeah, uh, Rihanna, who's with Danny, uh, consistently like tweets out their stuff. I think I follow them as well on Twitter. But uh, they're, they're also like frequently co collaborating with stuff. But yeah, um, they advocate for uh, diversity and like black inclusion in a lot of stuff. The same way that, and this is in no way meant to be a comparison like from black to white. I want to make that clear. I'm only using this as an example because he's the most prominent one that I know of. Um, he had they they advocate for black inclusion in like projects uh writing like developers like content creators in the same way that steve saylor um and also um able gamers and the, uh so steve is not like yeah but uh able gamers is steven spawn um but both of them advocate in the same way for just uh like um accessibility right um and others as well like laura kate dale and stuff like that they all advocate for accessibility in the same way that black girl gamers um advocates for black inclusion in projects but i will you know defer to you two first so uh to quickly comment on the like the um dialogue thing and for spoken um because you did mention that um I personally did. I personally didn't like the dialogue mainly because, because I think it didn't. It just didn't. It just didn't. It kind of didn't help with the game's identity problem, where it just didn't know what it wanted to be for me. And I don't think it works in this kind of setting unless you're going, if you're going for like that kind of tone, which the game wasn't really going for. For me, like I think it works for something like Guardians or High Five Rush because it fit those games' tone, tone, and the games can calm down and take itself seriously when it needs to. But that's just my take on it uh but on the other front um i think that's great i think it's great that they, they did had 
have people like to comment on Faye's design. Design. Um, it's more than and, just the design. It's everything about Frey. The mm-hmm. way she talks, the way she reacts, to make her feel more authentic to the black culture. Definitely were brought in for they were brought in a little bit later in the process, but they were still brought in. They got their voice, some of their opinions, and get some of that stuff out. I, I think that's great. I think I think that that's a I think that's something that needs to be done more in in like video games because you you see so many like black folks that complain about like oh the hair's not right or uh, oh oh why is this guy killed off in the first five minutes but but um and i think this should be something like more done more done in gaming it is just i think this i think like even though even though it is it is good they did bring in and people who are familiar with that to that it sucks that it has to be for spoken that's that because even if you, you like the game or game or didn't like it, the game didn't. The, the game still failed in Square Enix's eyes, and as you, and it still well, didn't review that well. well let okay, me, but let me yeah, get to that. let me let me explain this. I think to, to not to cut you off, Dylan, but I'm cutting you off right now. Let me explain something about okay. this. If you if you listen to what I was saying earlier, she was reacting to some of the negative press that the game got. Yeah, and and a lot of that. Some of that comes from the protagonist being black, and I, and, and I think that's what they were talking. That's why they put this statement out because so often when we get these type of projects and stuff, people people ask for stuff more diversity, but when diversity comes, they shit on it. A lot yep. of like, and, and I think that's one of the big problems we have in, in all media, but particularly in gaming. And I, one of the things I do. I do appreciate that the first spoken group did was they went out and got people who know about black culture to, to, yeah, to ask sure. and put in their game. And the problem is a lot of these games don't do that. They don't have a black character. A lot of times, a lot of times they're voiced by white people. That's one of the problems I had with um Uncharted. <laughs> you know, like I love Uncharted. I love Uncharted 4. Nadine? Voiced by Laura Bailey. Laura Bailey. Really? Yeah. Did you not know that? That's like no, that was not. a huge controversy at the time. Yeah, Nadine is voiced by voiced and mocapped by Laura Bailey. Yes, yeah. and okay, and that's what that's that's one of my problems I have with with these type of things, and I, and I don't like that. A lot of times when it comes to black culture, especially in gaming, those things get overlooked. And Forspoken kind of went out their way to make sure this their black main character was voiced by a black person and had a little bit of black culture into it. And I think they got flack for it, whether people realize it or not. And it was, it became an issue. I think the conversation about that game to me has always been fascinating because it was a lot. It was so people like was so overly angry about it. I mean, like to an extreme degree level, I, I get it. If you don't like the game, I, I really understand. Okay. If you don't like the game, you don't like the game. That's fine. But the way people reacted to this game in particular, yeah. they were like, this is the worst game ever, this is that. It was just like viciously, and viciously, like even like in the review circles, how people were saying certain things about the game, like, Ugh. you don't talk about other games like this who were that performed far worse. It, it kind of just was like a gross practice besides that. It was it was weird. Weird that like like people were just constantly at the game stuff. Like even with Callisto Protocol that released not too long ago. Go or Gotham Knights, people weren't this angry about it, and I do think that some of that does have to do with who's the, who's on the front cover, 
and and I, I still which I still think this should still be like something like a practice that should be continued. Like, hey, bring on black black folks to you know see see your black. How do I how do I say it? how do I say it? I I lost I had the sentence and I lost it. But well, well let me to, finish. I think it's important to add people of color into things that you have people of color as main characters and protagonists. I think that's a very important aspect of video games, especially representation. I don't like how for a long time that has been ignored. If Forspoken went out this way to correct that. And I and I think like you know, people talk about the conversation and stuff like that. If you play the game, that all makes sense. Like the conversations, like everything that's happening in the game, if you play through it, I know a lot of people didn't play through it and don't understand it. They only got they didn't get the context of that. But all that stuff leads to something that makes sense for that story. And I thought that I, I beat Forspoken. So I can I can talk about this. This is this how I know everything about this in terms of this. I beat it and I get where you people are saying, oh, they're, they're, they're talking constantly. It's kind of weird. But it makes sense in the context of the game and where it goes. And I like the fact that this character they brought in represents a person from New York. And they talk like a person from New York and they have feelings and emotions. And there are elements of the game that are, are really cool that kind of blend that fantasy aspect into the realism, realism of New York. And I thought that was a really cool aspect of Forspoken. I like the fact that you like that, like they said in the article, in the tweet storm, you don't get this in video games. You don't get a black female protagonist as the main character in a fantasy setting. And, I, and you know, I, I think we need to see more of that. But because this game has gotten such negative backlash, I don't think we're going to get too much more of that because people developers look at that they don't want to take that chance and that risk and everything when it comes to video games it's a risk especially when you're bringing in new characters that's why i kind of harped on um how people complain people complain all the time about they want new different characters but then when we get new and different people shit on it whether it's good or bad like people shit on it regardless and i think it's like it's just like hey you can't have both i understand that we love the mainstays the batmans the supermans and stuff like that but we have to give these new characters chance and room to grow because if we don't, we can't complain about video games getting tired and stale because releasing the same, rehashing the same trends they've been doing. And then every time we get something different and new, we shit on it and we don't give it a proper chance to grow and breathe. And I think we saw a little bit, we saw a lot of that with Forspoken. We saw a little bit of that with Deathloop. And, we, and it's kind of just a little thing that, that kind of irks me about gaming. Now you go ahead, son. I'll let you finish what you said. I, I just like like we we all can agree that gamers are just not very the nicest people. And yeah, gaming they're, culture they're can nice. be very toxic. Yeah, and can I think, be. I'd like not not to interrupt. I would like to point out, um, Gamergate was a thing. Like it's not can be. Gamers are toxic. Like yes. we can just categorically say that we don't we don't have to talk about can be. They are. <laughs> Yeah. And that it definitely can be annoying. Um, and I think that's kind of why it's like stuff like this is very important because, you know, we kind of need to make like that kind of like a standard, like to add more characters of diverse, of diverse, you know, you know to make it more than the norm in a way, you know. Uh, 
I'm not saying I'm not saying like Forspoken did like a bad job on it. I'm saying that it's a good start to something that could that could be better. You know, I'm yes. I'm very happy and I'm very happy at the very least they they brought in people who know who know a lot about that to inspect the character their and their background. I I appreciate that a lot. Yeah, I I, I like when games go out and they hire people who know about the topic like um if you're doing a, a game about a trans character have trans people in the room to speak on that if you're doing a game about black characters have black people in the room whatever race you you whatever race religion or creed it's important to have that proper representation in the room so you don't just make a caricature of it that's my point i think this statement kind of they 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 put they released this statement for the pure reason because they saw all the hate that Forspoken was getting. Oh, Forspoken, yeah. And how people were kind of saying, "Oh, why didn't write this black character like that? Why didn't have why didn't have black writers in the room?" And they're like, "No, no, no. They did have black writers in the room. This is a genuinely that this is a genuinely thing that was well thought out. And yes, they didn't get everything they wanted to get in there in terms of diversity. You know." She she mentioned um, in the tweet about you know colorism and things like that. And yes, there's little elements of that in the game, and I think they they wanted to touch on that a little bit more. But yeah, I think overall we have to be aware of these type of situations because they do exist, and diversity is very important. I've always preached that on this podcast and other podcasts. It's very important to see yourself, your voice, your face in other properties because that that matters. Black people don't always have to be the serial killer or the drug dealer or something crazy like that. We we can be seen as other positive characters, you know. Trans characters don't need to be seen as over-sexualized characters who are crazy and stuff like that. No, we we can do better. We have to we have to have better representation in video games. Not every you know, and I and I think you know. Overall, we it, while it's getting better, this forespoken thing kind of shows us we're still a long way off. Oh, I mean, like, yeah, this is why I let you two speak on this first, because, of course, it, you know, uh, I am the white, uh, <laughs> you know, You're uh, damn, damn, sure you didn't know, I'm sorry to disappoint, no, um, <laughs> uh, you should have told me, <laughs> uh, no, but, like, yes, uh, it, it's very good to see, like, uh, you know, like like black girl gamers or any other like advocacy groups for inclusion, uh, consulting on games and stuff like that. Uh, and you're right, like black female characters are not usually leads in fantasy uh, of anything, not even just video games. I don't like I I don't even know if I can name a book series with a black female character lead as as the lead of a fantasy series. Can you, Delvin? It's not many out there. It's not many out there at all. Yeah, unless like, it's written by a, a black person, which shouldn't be the only case. To yes. be fair, but um, no, like I- inclusion is important. And again, you, I I think you're unfortunately right because this ties in back to like the fucking Final Fantasy 16 uh, game. There's no black people in that game. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. And, and that's that like, thing that kind of bothers me. Like, you, you, black people 
are 13% of the U.S. population. <laughs> but we are, in a lot of media, we, we play video games. But the only, it seems like the only representation we get is like sports and basketball games because we are in the actual sports and basketball in terms of like, hey, these are real people, these are not characters. And I think that um, while it's getting better, I feel like we can do a better job representation in video games. A lot better. Yeah, I mean, like, before Forspoken, the last game besides, like, you know, comic book games like Miles, which which was fantastic. I'm not I'm not just dissuading, like, Miles or anything. You, you know I love Miles Morales, the, the game, but I also love Miles as a character, right? But even before that, the last game I think I, I can name, led by a black person, was fucking Watch Dogs 2. No, Deathloop. Deathloop was the last one. Okay. Okay. But you get my point, right? Yeah, you're right. you're correct. Like, like it's so few and far between. Like, like there was Death Loop, sure, but then before that, Watch Dogs Two, which, if I'm remembering correctly, is what 2014. Yeah, something like that. Well, no, that's 2016. That was 17. That's still, uh, way, it was a long time ago. Yeah, it like. It, it it's so few and far between. It just it it doesn't make sense. Like th- there should be more black protagonists. Like it's ridiculous. And on the topic of gamers being toxic, I'm not waiting for Resident Evil Four, uh, which we will talk about later. I'm just gonna bring this up. This does have to do with Resident Evil Four, but just to show you how toxic gamers are. This this is a Steam review, by the way. Deb posted this in the the World is on Fire channel. This is a Steam review for the Resident Evil 4 remake. No Ashley saying, uh, you pervert. No Ashley saying, hey, what are you looking at? No animation of Ashley covering her skirt when you try to look up it and see her panties. And you can imagine how the rest of that comment goes. Gamers are just toxic. Like, that is a Steam review for the Resident Evil 4 remake. Like, what? Why? Why is that important? Why is that a negative quality of the game? Like, I'm sorry. Um, this is like people freaking out over the fucking uh, bathroom signs in Dead Space remake, which, by the way, weren't even changed from the original because in the original they were also all gender bathrooms. So these are the same people that complain that the ballistic line line, line ruins the game. Game is not oh. there anymore. Resident Evil, the Resident Evil remakes ruined. They've made it woke. <sighs> Dead Space is woke. They have all gender bats bathrooms now. Fucking, fucking literally, literally like now. <laughs> any okay at this point, anybody who's using woke like like that is is just an asshole. That that word just has no meaning at this point. That word it did have that. meaning though. That's the point. It's been taken and ruined. Yeah, they know what they're doing. Like most words. But if I see one more thing, what? They know. No. I'm woke. Oh boy. Let's go on to the next topic. All right. Let me. I just had it open. So, Meet Your Maker is going to be a day one release on PlayStation Plus. Meet Your Maker launches on April 4th. And you have day one availability as part of the PlayStation Plus monthly games lineup. Have you both seen this game? Know anything about Meet Your Maker? So I saw Meet Your Maker as part of like that last like state of play they had or whatnot. Yes. Um, it's not really my kind of game, but I'll add it to my library like I do with all the PS Plus titles that aren't in my library. 
Yeah, it looks interesting. It's it's good that they're giving you a new game. Yeah. For PlayStation Plus, I know, you know, that's kind of been the whole thing. People been saying, oh, you don't get new games and stuff. But no, it's, you know, sometimes they, they throw your bone and give you something new. Didn't they yeah. it, didn't they, they give you a, they gave you a new game this month too, wasn't it? Uh Chia. Chia. Yeah. I, or however I, you pronounce it. Like it starts with a T and then has C H I A as the so I don't know how that's pronounced, but that was also given free as part of the extra collection, yeah. Yeah, I, I like that PlayStation is doing that. I think they need to do more of that. Just kind of put, if they can, put more. Like, if they're not going to do AAA releases on um, PS Plus, give some solid AA games to people. May well, open not day one, but they have given some good yeah. AAA games. Like, like they just added Ghostwire, which I haven't played yet, but will once well, I am finished with something the key else. Word is Haley. Good, Haley, Haley we're good. talking about good games. Good, playable, uh-huh. actually good. Uh, a, keep in mind, good is subjective, and B, I just, I don't know, I'm interested in this Tango GameWorks game, yeah. uh, and I'm good. not, I am not, I am not good at rhythm games, so Hi-Fi Rush is not for me. Ah, okay, but yeah, um, I, I like to add again games and stuff like that. Go for I Tokyo is going to be a good pickup for those who haven't played it. You, you may find it interesting. I didn't get into it, but um, Donnie, Donnie liked it a lot. So Yes, yes, I know Donnie liked it. That's why I wanted to play it, but it, it's never gone on sale enough for me to buy it. Not because I wouldn't buy it full price. It just, at, remember, I was I was stuck waiting for sales for a while there, and it never went low enough, right? Yeah. So Haley was I'm not waiting for sales anymore. Literally, the whole I'm, season of Arrow for $200. <laughs> I, I did that. It was 145 after tax. So... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hundred twenty nine ninety nine comes comes to hundred forty five after tax. Uh, so anyway, I did spend I did spend less money, just a tiny bit less money. Uh huh. Uh, that's okay. I'm about to spend like hundred and thirty five on Dead Island too. So, oh my God. <laughs> what? Do you not know how I buy my games, sir? I know. I know. I know. It's just funny. No, no. But I I buy like the expensive edition out, out the gate so i don't have to worry about buying yeah. dlc later yeah. especially if it's in a genre that i like like i don't, don't I, I understand i understand yeah it's just it's just funny <laughs> devil what do you think of this game meet your maker uh i do not care about it that much it it looks it looks cool it's just not my type of game personally that's really it <laughs> Okay. Well, it's what like a survival multiplayer game. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, something like that. Um, yeah. Looks interesting. Like I said, like I said, I'm glad that they're just giving out something. That, yeah, that's at least always good. That people probably wouldn't be checking for that much, but they'll probably just check it out because it's free. So that's pretty good. That's also how many people play bike snacks. So. Yeah, it's, that's a good point, Devin. It's bug snacks. I need to get back to that game. My uh, mom laughs every time I say bunger, bunger, bunger. <laughs> what a beautiful, majestic creature. Uh, <laughs> our next story. The Bible's a lie because he clearly died for our sins. Oh, God. What? The uh, Bible's not... a lie because he clearly died for the sins. Bunger. Uh, no, okay. Anyway. <laughs> Our next story, while it's not PlayStation related, it's Delver related, so I'm going to talk about it. Dune Part 2 and Doctor Strange director 
John Spaces has aborted Netflix live action adaptation of Gears of War. So Netflix is doing the Gears of War. I think it's a movie, if I remember correctly. It is a movie, yes. I believe. I don't think they're doing a series. I'm excited for this. Also, I like how you said it's a Delvin story, but you also forget that I also like Gears of War. Uh, hi, I, I literally have uh, like multiple Kate Funko Pops like sitting right over there. I make Kevin mad every time I say that I like Kate as a character. So Kate's let me great. just reiterate, I like Kate as a character. Uh, Kate's great. <laughs> you can like things? That's a thing? No, Kevin just Kevin doesn't like Kate. That, yeah. that, Kevin doesn't like that the story uh, is not really focused on Marcus Phoenix anymore. So, or Marcus is like ninety five years old. What is he gonna do? <laughs> Become a corpse. Where's my tomatoes? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I love Gears of War. I hope I'm rooting for this Netflix series because The Last of Us just ended. People spoke. I know people. Some people are down on it, but for the most part, people people spoke very highly of that series. And you know, we, we're getting to the point where we're getting stuff like Sonic, even the Uncharted movie. While I didn't like it, people people enjoyed it. it, it did, I liked it. It did really well. I want more gaming stuff like that. You know, and what better than Gears of War becoming something that's a huge hit? I Gears mean, of War is made for movies, by the way. That we're, is, we're, yeah, we're also getting Ghost of Tsushima as a movie, and the director, uh, I think it's John Wick director as well. Like oh, that guy, that guy's busy. I'm fairly certain it's also the John Wick director because uh, they were just interviewed asking about a Kurosawa mode. So that's gonna be cool. But yeah, <laughs> I, I, I like that we're getting a lot more gaming in Hollywood, and it's gonna be, for the most part, it's gonna be. Decent and good stuff. I mean, we have a Dungeons and Dragons movie coming out. I think it's actually out now. I mean, the trailers have looked good for it. Um, So awful. What what are you talking about? The trailer they played for it in front of Scream 6 looked fucking great. It looked bad. It looked real. I was shocked to see that that 78. It looked bad. People are saying it's really good. So, yeah, I liked it. In terms of geek culture and video game stuff, we're getting a lot more things. And Gears of War is primarily, perfectly made that some be either a TV series or a movie. So I'm all for this. Bring it on. Yeah, I'm glad we're getting better of like video game adaptations. Cause like, if you asked like two years ago about like, oh, what do you think of video game movies? If the conversation would just be, well, there's Sonic, make them Detective Pikachu. That's about it. Yeah. And, I'm happy, and I'm happy that that moral is slowly starting to change. It just depends on what, if how the um content comes out. It, it's to really like see if that moral changes. Hey, we're yeah. about to get Detective Pikachu too, so I yeah. don't think that movie deserves needs a sequel. Uh, we're getting one anyways. It's been in development hell for like three years, but it's yeah. it's finally moving along. Did you not see that news story? I I, I saw it and I questioned because like how are you going to continue that movie? Because the movie ended pretty, like... I mean, they like, could actually adapt the game instead of whatever the hell that movie was. How do you continue that movie? <laughs> I don't know. The game was bad. I don't know. I don't think... I don't, I don't think they should adapt the game. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, whatever. All right. Our well, next story is a small, Sorry, but it's an important one. Horizon... Burning Shores is up for pre-order now. It comes out April 19th, and I think it's $20? It's 
It is twenty dollars in the U.S., twenty six ninety nine in Canada. So for those who don't know, it's the expansion to Horizon. So it is PS five only as well. PS five only expansion to Forbidden West, and it's not standalone. So you must own Forbidden West to to play this. Yep. However, unlike most things, if you own it via extra, you are eligible to uh, use like the expansion. So it's not it's not like when they offer the upgrades to like from a PS4 game to a PS5 game through Plus. You're like you're not excluded from it. You can use the pack if you're playing the game through uh, PlayStation Extra. Um, it's interesting to see that we're getting pre-order bonuses for an expansion, but yeah, yeah. Are either of you going to play it? Hi, I just platinumed Horizon Forbidden West. What do you think, sir? No. no yes, I'm going to play. I'm going to play the DLC. We're fighting a goddamn Horus, and that's not a spoiler before anyone yells uh, at me. That's in, like the big fucking like. Is it a horse? Horus. H O R U S. Horse? What kind of Horus. game are you playing? <laughs> Horus. <laughs> Fighting whores? Oh my god! Uh, What's going on? <laughs> um, yeah, well, 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 well played. Well played. Um, no, that's not a spoiler. Before anyone yells at me, that's literally in the reveal trailer for Burning Shores. Like it destroys the Hollywood signs. So like, yeah, we're okay. we're fighting Horus. And before anyone goes. Well, why is it PS5 only? That is why. Like, they've literally talked about how the, how the PS4 constrained them to the point that they couldn't do this. Because if you did, if anyone didn't know, we were supposed to fight one in Zero Dawn. Yeah. Uh, but the PS4, like, literally, it was frying PS4s trying to get that fight to work. So. Yeah, can't fight hordes in PS4. Mm. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh huh. That's going to be an interesting out of context clip that someone's going to make. <laughs> I'm looking at you, Kyle. <laughs> I don't know how you're going to clip a podcast that's not audio based, uh, that's not video based, but he'll clip it. He'll get right on it. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, no, I'm, I'm definitely playing it. Uh, I'll be pre ordering it whenever I get paid. So, what about you, Devin? Can I play Burning Shores? Yeah, probably. Uh, I definitely won't play at launch because I don't normally play DLC at launch unless I care. Like, I, in ter- like unless I really love the game. Uh, but, uh, because uh, it does look good. It's just I don't I don't I I don't know if I'll play on launch. Probably not to be honest. Because Survivor's first coming soon. I need I still need to finish Jedi Fallen Order. Okay, so Survivor comes out like nine days after uh, Burning Shores. You could have Burning Shores finished in the time that it, that would be between uh, Burning Shores release and J- Jedi Survivor. Yeah, there you go. Uh, also, also, you could also juggle multiple games because if you forget, in the same week that Burning Shores came out, Dead Island 2 comes out, and then a week later, I also have Jedi Survivor, and I will be playing all of that. So, who do you voodoo, bitch? Who do you voodoo? Uh, uh, but, it, uh, I don't even know. If just, Delvin, I, don't, I don't know if Delvin Jr. gets that joke, by the way. I don't know if he does. I'm a fetus. No, I don't. <laughs> So, Who Do You Voodoo is literally, like, in the opening of Dead Island 1. It's literally a song that is repeatedly playing as, like, the intro is going on. It's just, Who Do You Voodoo? Who Do You Voodoo? It's a rap like, song about yeah. a character that's in the game. Yes, yeah. Uh, it's, just, it's just, Who Do You Voodoo is literally, that's all the song is. It's just, Who Do You Voodoo? Uh, there was also a reference to it in uh, Dying Light 
two in like the opening section of the game. You can find a record of it. Yes. Yeah. So. Um, but, uh, but I, I could do that. But the thing is, I don't want to jump between one open world game to another. I, I, I don't really want to do that. That. But That's why fun. not? Because I don't really like playing open world games games that that often. I play them all the time. And besides, Tears of the Kingdom comes out the literal next month. Oh, you're going to play that stuttery mess? Oh, God. Yes, I am. Oh, oh God. That's the, I, 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 only made, I only made that comment to make Donnie mad. Like, I, I know that it's everyone's going to enjoy it regardless of the stuttery frame rate. But it, that better be reflected in reviews because I'm damn tired of it not being reflected it's in reviews. Reflected. Because, because it should have been reflected in the Pokemon reviews, and it wasn't. Like... I do, I do hope, I do hope that game runs good, cause like a lot of like Switch titles besides Kirby, B has not run that well. So, so I hope this one does, cause this is like their big, their big hitter. Well, Nintendo keeps saying we're not putting out new hardware, so like Nintendo says, keeps saying a lot of things. Things doesn't mean they'll do them. <laughs> they won't do them. Uh, yeah. All right. Let's get to our final story. I think it's an important story. Um, as everybody knows, Lance Reddick just passed away not too long ago. Rest in peace. Rest in peace to Lance Reddick. Phenomenal actor. Great, yes. great actor. You know, um, he's in a, he's a, he was in a lot of video game stuff, you know. So for those who don't know, he still has performances to come in Destiny 2. So that's a good thing. So you're He still also has a performance to come in Horizon. I'm fairly certain he's in the Burning Shores DLC. Yes, uh, I was he was, was mo capping for Gorilla recently. So, yeah. So for those who, I guess, if, all Lance Reddick fans, who pretty much is all of us, you'll get to kind of see some of his final video game performances in Destiny 2 and Horizon. So that's dope to know. Yeah, it's unfortunate. Like, it was sudden, too, right? So, like, yeah. Um, I don't know. Lance was great. Uh, also, genuinely the only man to ever unsettle Eric Andre. Uh, yeah, that was great. Do, do I need to explain who that is to you, Delvin Jr.? Or? I don't know who Eric Andre is. You don't need to tell me who it is. Not no, Andre's no. cousin. No. Okay. Oh <laughs> I uh, I wasn't talking oh, about okay. I wasn't talking about the person. I was talking about the context of Lance Reddick unsettling him. Yes, yes, I do know. Uh, okay, so you you know the context? Yes. Okay, because the context for that is fucking wild. Because he's the only person who did his homework on that show. Uh, the only other person I've ever seen like join in on the chaos that is the Eric Andre show is fucking Tony Hawk. Like. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, no, but like literally every other person like doesn't do their research, comes on his show, and then gets wildly freaked the fuck out. Uh, Lance Reddick fucking like get like punches the desk, leaves, and then comes back dressed in like a fucking slave outfit, going, "I wish I was Lavar Burton. I wish I was Lavar." Yes, because that's um, <laughs> if, if y'all know that reference, because Lavar Burton played a uh, kid in in uh, Roots. Yeah, so he, uh, was, he was just randomly dressed in a slave outfit. He was just like Lavar Burton from Roots, and, and yeah. But then uh, the Tony Hawk bit to to also talk about unsettling Eric Andre. Uh, Eric Andre starts like destroying his desk and stuff, and Tony Hawk just grabs his skateboard and starts skating all over his like set. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
Yeah, sounds about <laughs> like, right. Yeah, like he's the only person I've other than Lance Reddick I've seen like actually join in on the chaos. Everyone else is like, what the fuck? Like the most famous clip is when they got a live, like dead ass a live, <laughs> live bear for the Eric Andre show. Like, like, well, what are we doing? <laughs> Eric Andre was a was an era. I mean, he's st- his show is still going. It's still going. Jeez. Yeah, that's surprising. But yeah. he's also in, he's also in a bunch of movies now too. Uh, he's in yes. he's in one of my favorite uh, movies. Uh, it's not a very good movie, but I really like it. Uh, the internship, which is like Vince Vaughn and Owen Wilson getting jobs at Google. But like, uh, he's in that too, and he consistently has like the funniest lines in that movie. Okay, I'm not watching that. I didn't expect you to. That's fine. But yeah, I'm, um, I'll watch it. If, if it's terrible, I'll watch it. it yeah, it, I mean, it's not great, but it's enjoyable. It's also got Dylan O'Brien in it. That's the guy who you thought should get um, a place of sponsorship. I mean, maybe. <laughs> All right, come on, guys. Let's add Dylan O'Brien. Right, you know, after LeBron James got follow up with someone just as popular. Yeah. The guy, the guy, the guy from Death Cur. De- I ruined my joke. I, I mean, it's the franchise isn't called Death Cure. It's called the Maze Runner. But yes, I know what you're I referring just looked, to. I just looked it up. I just looked up whatever you was in. The guy who was in not okay. Okay, we got to yeah. him after LeBron James. <laughs> he, he's he's also in Teen Wolf as Styles Stalinsky. All right, we're done here. What's that? <laughs> Rest in peace to Lance Reddick. <laughs> let's 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 move on. He was great in the John Wick movies. Fair. Yes, yes, he was. He, he, Goodbye, Mister Wick. He he was great in that terrible Resident Evil TV show. He's the only he thing like that made that show watchable. The only thing that made that show uh, watchable. Yeah, except uh, I'm not watching it because that show has giant fucking spiders in it. Well, it's Resident um, Evil. He, he was, he was even great in like DuckTales. Like on like on Spawn No, he was even good in like Duck DuckTales. Who was he in the DuckTales? Uh remember, remember the people on the moon? Oh yeah. He's he was he was the commander. That's cool. That's really cool. You know who else is in DuckTales? Scrooge McDuck. <laughs> sure, but I was gonna say I was gonna say I was gonna say David Tennant. Yes, he's uh Goofy? He's Scrooge McDuck, isn't he? <laughs> I think so, yeah. So I was right. Yes, because we done. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, what a great show. Fantastic. I've not, wa- I've not watched DuckTales, but yeah. DuckTales is fantastic. <laughs> DuckTales is one of the few shows that get the reboot and the original right. Great show. All right. Let's get to our main topic. We are here. We have gathered here today, and this is the reason why Delvin Jr. is here, because he basically forced us away on this damn podcast. Because they want to talk about Resident Evil 4 remake. So before we get into before we get into that, let me give you guys like the thing I like to do every time we talk about a game like this. Right now, as of right now, the Metacritic for Resident Evil 4 remake is at a 93%. That is super high. And to add more context to that, let me give you the review roundup. Because I always like to do the review roundup as well. Because that gives you an idea of where um if you want to sit with this game. So GameSpot gave it a 10 out of 10. IGN gave it a 10 out of 10. VG247 gave it a 5 out of 5. Video Games Chronicle gave it a 5 out of 5. Game Informer gave it a 9.5 out of 10. Games Radar gave it a 9 out of 10. Destructoid gave it a 75 out of 100. 
And those are the main ones. So, oh, you could you could also throw in the one that pissed people off, uh, Twinfinite or Dual Shockers, like they're owned by the same company. Dual Shockers gave it a seven out of ten. <laughs> so yeah, I guess that makes sense because they just- have opinions. Yeah, that that was my favorite response. I was like, "Why are people mad?" Like reviews or opinions. Yeah, Destructoid gave it a seven seventy five. So I guess that's kind of a similar story, isn't it? Yeah. So with that being said, I'll go with you first, Devin. What did you think of Resident Evil remake so far? Where are you at? How far? How far are you in the game? And what do you think of it so far? Also, right. I know, let me ask this question too. Let me add this other caveat. Did you play the original Resident Evil four? All right, uh, I did play the original Resident Evil 4. I got halfway through it, but didn't beat it um, um, because I, I ran out of time. Um, but um, I, I, I am currently in the, the um, first half of Chapter 3, and I love it. I, I absolutely adore it. Uh, I was always interested in how they were going to remake Resident Evil of four mainly because with Res- with Resident Resident Evil two and three remake were made in the a similar style to like four five and six, so it, so I was always interested to see like how they would adapt that into to like how would they adapt that into a remake how would they expand upon that because I think personally for me for, for like me with remake you have to justify on why that game's getting remade right why that. Why it's important to remake this game? That could be on the whether it's too expensive to play now, or or the game just needs an update for modern audience. And I think I think a lot of people were asking that with Resident Evil remake, make what Resident Evil Four remake, because you could already play Resident Evil Four on um one two oh everything. So so it so for some some it didn't make sense to remake it, but. But um, one of the things I was the most interested in was how would how would Leon play in comparison to the original, and I was the most interested to see like would they add any new moves and stuff like that. And I'm happy to report they they literally took what the base Leon was in in Resident Evil in Resident Evil Four and just gave him way more moves to play around with, and I absolutely adore that that. Okay. Like now you can crouch, like that. That feels that feels weird. weird, but it's cool. It's cool. I like the like Resident Evil Two. Too. There's a lot of differences between the game, but it doesn't. It never feels like it's straying away from like that original game. And and not only that, the gameplay is just so so good. Like what I love in like gameplay is just variety. And this game has so much in term in terms of that. Like, you, like even at the start, you have so much weapons to play around with, and and not only that, once you get access to the merchant, you even have like, you even have like just like a sniper rifle you can get. Okay. And I also like like the fact that money is more is a little bit more scarce. That's the right word. It's a lot more scarce than it was in the original. Because in the original, I I felt like I was already getting like a bunch of a bunch of stuff that I probably should have because I kept finding like like a bunch of, a bunch of cash cash around. It feels a lot it feels a lot less common than it did in the original, and I do like that. Um, and I, you, and also, you, you you can change that. You know that, right? 
you can. Yeah, if you bought the deluxe edition, one of the charms you get can change how much money drops for you. Mm. I did buy the deluxe. The, 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 yeah, deluxe, uh, the the charms you get with the deluxe edition one increases like you can equip them both at the same time. One increases the amount of um. Oh, actually, sorry, no, it's not. It's not a charm. It's the color of the case. Like the gold attaché case uh, increases how much money drops. Uh, the silver one increases how much uh, handgun ammo drops, and I forget what the wood one does. Um, but, but yeah, I like I like that part part of the game, and I also also really like the stealth in this game. Yeah, I'm like, I I, I never thought Resident Evil had that great of stealth. But this, this was this is so far really good stealth. Like I, I like the fact now that you can just just crouch down and like be like kind of like hide behind your use your surroundings to hide against enemies. And the, there's even like little like little like oh paths you can jump you can jump over to get the basically to get to jump on on your enemy. And I do like that. And I also think the cutscenes are really really good. Yeah, like. Again, I'm only in like halfway through chapter three, so so the cutscenes, um, so I haven't experienced them all, of course, but so far I really I really love like seeing a lot of a lot of the character interactions between between each of between um the cast, um, and not only that, the visuals the visuals are just step the villa. The visuals are just stellar. I absolutely adore how this game looks. It, it looks so, so nice. I'm I'm shocked this I'm shocked this is still on PS4 because this this looks this looks like it's exclusively next gen. That's I how mean, good this game you, looks. you should be surprised it's on PS4 because if you look at the textures on PS4, they're just as bad as the PS2 version. Wow. Um, there's literally people like showing comparisons, like the PS2 like. Some of the PS2 textures look better than the PS4 version. Um, now that could be poor compression from like YouTube or whatnot, uh, but like it's it's funny. Uh, was that everything you had to say there, Delvin Jr.? That's all I I I have to say now. I probably will say more as we go on, but yeah, that's pretty much it. Okay, right, go ahead, Haley. Uh, I am at the start of chapter. <laughs> I yeah, I was not kidding. <laughs> sorry. Uh, sorry, I. <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm at the start of chapter two. I haven't had much time to play because, of course, I've been working, right? So, um, but I have Monday off, so I'll get a chance to sink in, uh, sink in then. But uh, I'm at the start of chapter two. No, I never played the original. However, I have watched a full playthrough, uh, so like I know how Resident Evil Four like goes, right? Um, being able to move and shoot is real fucking nice. Um, the the melee kick is still there uh the suplexes as well but um i only know that because people tweeted about it but like it's still there you just you unlock it later um i'm really liking like the the atmosphere it's nice um enemy design is great uh, i died to that first fucking uh like vi like survive in the village the same thing that the demo they released was i died there like nine or like nine times in a row. Like that section is awesome. That, yeah, that that's something else I want to bring up. This game is hard. This game is really <laughs> hard, and I like that. Don't get me wrong. I really like that. 
that mm-hmm. other game. I love the di- I love the difficulty. I just plot the Resident Evil Village. Like, I like difficulty. <laughs> um, but no, um, like you know, the merchants there they've changed the merchant a bit. He no longer uh, consistently says, "What are you buying?" Uh, mm-hmm. He 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 can still say it. It's just a rare chance now. Um, However, Delvin Jr.'s point about money being scarce, I don't I don't feel that at all. Not only have I fully upgraded graded Leon's knife, uh, I have also uh, upgraded the attache case, and I'm most of the way upgraded through the main starter pistol. So, like, and I, I have I, the rifle. I said it was it was more it was more scarce than the original. I didn't say it was I didn't say it was completely like scarce. Sure, but are you also like when you when you get the treasures? Are you combining them with gems because then you get more money for them? Yes, like, I am combining them with gems, and I am, but I am holding on to the, some of the treasures. Like up, upgrading stuff is real nice. Uh, they've added the crafting in that the RE2 and three remakes had as well. Um, it's the the inventory management with the attache cases back. That's always fun. People spend a consistent amount of time doing that. Um, I don't know. I'm really liking it. Um, they, I feel like they take Leon's jacket way earlier than they do in the rest of the, in like the original. Yeah, they definitely do. Um, like, like it, it's gone after the start of chapter, like chapter two, like it's just gone. I don't have it anymore. <laughs> I like that. I like the jacket. <laughs> I like it looks good in it. Um yes, the cutscenes are very nice. Uh Leon has a new voice actor though, uh, which is interesting. So I know I noticed that. Oh, I was gonna ask that I know could I notice that? If it sounds weird. Sure. Uh, I obviously haven't gotten to Ashley yet. Um however I know things are changed when you get there as well. Uh such as there's no more dumpsters to put Ashley in. Um, I don't think this, it's a, this is, this is I think that's a smart decision. <laughs> I don't know how, how how good it is. It looks good to be like, hey, let's throw this girl in the garbage can. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So any, anyone who's not familiar with how the original Resident Evil 4, uh, there were sections where you had to defend Ashley from enemies that were trying to grab her. However, you could just tell Ashley to hide in a dumpster and they wouldn't be able to grab her. And so you could just kill all the enemies, then tell her to get out of the dumpster and move on. Uh, that's gone now. <laughs> you, you can't do that. <laughs> um, also in the original, uh, if you beat the game on a certain difficulty, you also got... Uh, a suit of armor for Ashley that made her too heavy to pick up for enemies, so they they also couldn't pick her up. That's cool. I think you can still get that here because yeah, I was looking yeah. through the extra content shop stuff earlier. Uh, not like DLC, but like this is like the in-game extra content shop. Um, I'm pretty and, sure that's still there. Yeah, I think I think you have to beat the game on like an A rank to get it, but yeah, which isn't hard. So that's pretty easy for. A gamer like me. Uh huh. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> sure, bud. Sure. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm I'm enjoying my time with it. I I definitely can't wait to to put more time into it. Um, I probably will get more time in tonight, but uh, I. I, I'm really enjoying it. I'm excited to play through it for the first time. Uh, also, I just want to say people are modding the hell out of this game already. I have already seen people turn the chainsaw uh, 
Ganado, I think is how it's pronounced. Uh, man into fucking Shrek. Like I've literally already <laughs> seen him turned into Shrek. <laughs> um, I've seen people I, get give Le- give Leon so many outfits. I've seen too much. Hey, my favorite is the one where they've given him a tramp stamp, a thong, and like uh, a I crop top. <laughs> People, uh, people do be horny for uh, for, for Resident Evil. So, yeah. I mean, this That's is the same. Everyone. This is the same community that gave Mr. X a speedo like four hours after the game was out. So, there you go. <laughs> they work hard, they work hard and fast. Emphasis on the hard. <laughs> I think people understood what you were saying. I didn't think you need to emphasize hard, sir. No, but, no you didn't. Stop ruining, stop ruining my jokes. No, you didn't. <laughs> right. I, I guess I could talk, talk about it so far. I I have played the original Resident Evil 4. I beat it several times. It's one of my favorite games of all time. I am now almost finished with Chapter 2 of this one. It's great. I, I love the changes they made to it. The game is... It feels more far-stretching and outreach. It looks beautiful, for one thing. Uh, the village feels alive, almost. I like that they've made it more interactive with certain things, elements of it, in terms of, like, the knife in the previous Resident Evil game, Resident Evil 4, because it came out on GameCube, the knife the knife was there. And, and shoot, I might well say this for all Resident Evil games. Knife combat sucked. Like, <laughs> it wasn't nothing that you want to do. Oh, sure, but if you wanted the cheese of the original Resident Evil 4, you shoot him in the knee, get him to drop to the ground, and just knife them consistently. Yes. Yeah. This game... A boring option. This game makes that more of a feature that works for the game because you can shoot somebody in the knees, they can just stab them in the head, and like it's a whole animation for it. Um, stealth is really good in the game. One of the things I liked about this game was uh, this is a small spoiler, not really small, it's literally at the beginning of the game. The section when you're going to the village at the start of it, and you see what's going on, you see all the people around the thing. I said, let me let me see if I can walk around and just start killing people instead of like going in and then all come come at me. So I walked around that section for about a good 10, 15 minutes, just killing off using stealth, killing all the villagers off without them seeing me. I don't know if I could have killed them all off. <laughs> but I felt like I loved that the game gave me the option, like, hey, if you don't want to try to go through that. You can try to kill off as many as you can until what happens, happens. And that's kind of what I was doing until one of them spotted me. Then all hell broke loose and, you know, you have to kind of just fight to survive. But the fact that that option was actually there. Four and a half minutes, by the way. You have to survive for four and a half minutes. That feels like ten minutes. It feels like it. But it's fun, like, running through there, that beginning section, just fighting to survive. And then once you – the village, once – the one thing happens and the chainsaw guy comes out and comes chasing after you in that part. It's, it's, this game feels scarier than the previous games, the, the, the modern games at least. I don't, I don't, go ahead, I don't feel that 3, which is crazy because 3 has Nemesis chasing after you, was as scary as the other ones. I don't feel, I feel like 8 was scary until it got, until you got outside the castle. This kind of feels scary from the jump. I feel like, um, and it feels a little bit creepy and eerie because in the previous games, when you're killing the zombies, it becomes like, oh, they're zombies. You know, they, they look like zombies and stuff like that. This feels different because 
they're not zombies. They look, they look like people because they're infected by what is it called La Plaga. It's Las Plagas, yeah. Yes, and because of that, they look like regular humans attacking you. So and it, and it's and it, wow. It, they they look like regular humans attacking you until you kick them into a wall and break their neck, and they still keep coming at you. Yes. And not to interrupt you, but the funniest fucking thing I've seen is I was on TikTok last night, and someone edited a clip of Shane shooting the fucking walkers from the barn uh, in season two of The Walking Dead. Going, why is it still coming? If it was alive, <laughs> why is it still coming? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it, it, I think the the realism of how they look adds to the creepiness of it. And I, I, the game is great. I like that. Um, the new features they added into it, like if somebody's coming at you with an axe, you can block the axe and use your knife to stab them. It's just the battery feels so good. It does. It, I also still like that you can shoot the axes and stuff out of air, out of the air. Yeah, I, I think like a true gamer. This is kind of like um, they've done a great job with this so far. The, the it's a well-made remake. It's not a remaster. It's not that's a well-made remake and. I like that Capcom is doing this thing where they're taking all of their old games that we know and love and they're kind of remaking them into kind of almost one format and improving on that format. So now if you if you want to go back and play like Delvin did, play the, Reg- the Resident Evil series, you can go back through all these remakes and you can kind of get a really good, complete story of it. Well, complete for Stop. Resident Evil things. Yeah, but stylistically, um, you'll have the, they all kind of fit the same. Yeah, um, maybe maybe I, maybe don't replay five in this day and age though. It's like uh, <laughs> maybe don't I'm play five or six. I'm no, no, I, I know six. you're aware. Maybe don't play five or six. You are not playing six, sir. Do not subject yourself I, I to that horror. Six. I will <laughs> blot that game out of spite. <laughs> Do not I'll, subject yourself to that horror. I will say this. I'll be very interested because I think at one point five was the highest seller Resident Evil game. It is, and if four, if this remake does well, you're getting a remake of five. But yes. if they remake five, they're gonna have to fucking change like the huge amounts of racism that is five. Yeah, I'll be really interested to see, and this goes back to what we were saying earlier, how they remake five, and if they get people in the room from. Not only black culture, but African culture. People who are actual Africans to comment and like, hey, this is how you do things. This is how you do things. That's important. That that like the only thing I think they can keep from original five is uh is like Chris punching the fucking boulder because that's referenced in later Resident Evil games now. Uh and and Wesker and his fucking nonsense. But beyond that, like the rest of it has to fucking change. Like it's it's just racism. The game. Yeah, I, they gotta. I would like. I'd be very interested to see if they. I think they're gonna do it, but I want to see how they do it because they have to tackle that in a different way. And when they eventually remake six, they they're gonna have to change some stuff there because hey, let's not forget the last third of that game is dealing with the C virus in China. Yeah. <laughs> piggybacking off what dad said a bit earlier of the game feeling a lot more horror i didn't feel that with the original the original definitely felt more like an action game than than anything before it this this feels more like a like a horror game a survival horror game than the original to me i think that's a huge step up of like it felt, it's like the resident evil 2 remake where it found a good balance between between the, both of them them and i really 
And I really like that about the game. And not only that, I just really like the fact that this game, this game's just just kept a lot of things from the the, the first Resident Evil Four, because I know that the complaint with Resident Evil, the Resident Evil Three remake, that it cut a lot of things out, out. So I'm happy that I didn't do that. They didn't cut any core. That that's what they said. They didn't cut any quarter corners from Resident Evil Four, from what I've heard. Also, like. Cause like I remember I told I told I told my dad dad like oh oh in the beginning section you don't you don't save the dog anymore I I was wrong well, I was wrong I, I, fa- I found him yeah I saved yeah. him he's you, okay now you 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 do yes I was gonna say certain things have been moved uh, or or changed entirely like um like yeah it's it's interesting uh, I'm I'm really like happy with it so um I know that. The the Ada like extra content is not in the game right now, but uh, apparently that's going to be DLC for it, which okay. wouldn't be shocking at all. Um, but also, uh, you're getting mercenaries mode as well for four. Uh, that'll be an extra content stuff. Thank thank God, I don't think I can handle like that that game's mercenaries. Uh, but <laughs> I, I I will say this: I like this a lot. A lot more than Resident Evil Three Remake, because I felt like that that game just. Oh, just Resident too. Evil Three Remake took out like a bunch of stuff, um, like the clock oh. tower, and also the system of like choosing what happens. Uh, but Resident Evil Three Remake uh, was was pretty good for what it was. It's just they also wanted to include Reverse, which was dead on. Uh, dead on arrival. Yeah. <laughs> While we're while we're on this, stop trying to make Resident Evil multiplayer like PvP games happen. It's, it's not gonna happen. Stop. Just just stop. Capcom, stop. Look at me. Yeah. Look at me. Stop trying to make it happen. It's it never worked. It's not going to work. Stop it. Okay, sorry. <laughs> it has been making enough money for them to keep doing it. It has to. Yeah. Um, but. But yeah, I, I thought Resident Evil 3 remake was just fine. It was all right. Uh, but I do I do hope before they remake five to remake Code Veronica. They won't because there is a lot of people who want it apparently. But I, they, Code Code Veronica would also have to be substantially changed unless you forget the twin storyline, which is just incest a palooza. I I'm very aware where I've heard about that. Okay, so again, that would not fly well in 2023 and beyond. That would have to be changed. Would it? Ah, yeah, yeah. I'm not saying it was better. Like people in 2023 are freaking weird. They they are into. Uh, I mean, hey, you've seen the video of the woman adding cheese to her hot chocolate. So. Or, 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 or the video of the woman making pasta out of pasta. <laughs> where are you guys? Where are you, where are you Okay, so I saw the pasta making pasta, pasta out of pasta video thanks to your dad tweeting, this is the fucking worst thing I've ever seen on the internet, to which I replied with, I can make it worse, which is a video I found around Christmas time on TikTok of a woman adding, uh, saying that the best way to have her hot chocolate is with cheese in it, to which someone I do follow on TikTok was like, come here, come here. I've already called the police. I just like marshmallows <laughs> in my in my hot chocolate. And your dad went, the fuck? And that was the end of that. 
Yeah. You wanted to? I'll tell you something that I I found found weird. Uh, I was told this. Uh, pe- some people cook night like night quill in their chicken. No, no, we're not talking about that. I've that, seen it. Nope, nope. I've yeah. seen it. We don't need to talk about it. People are fucking weird. Your dad is yeah. right. That's all I have to say yeah, on Nyquil chicken. We're we're yeah. not fucking talking about that. Is, is, <laughs> there, is there anything else we gotta say about Resident Evil before we get to these questions? Because we are got off the rails I, now. I, I still I, I still hope like they they remake Code Veronica. Because I mean I always want more Claire. Like Claire is my favorite Resident Evil character. So, but I don't yeah, think they're gonna. Don't we think they're gonna have anything with her. Well, there's there's revelations, there's revelations too. too. I would like to see yeah. those games remade. Uh, I don't know if you'll get those. I would, but yeah. I I would like for Claire to get more stuff. And zero, so. by the way, zero would be fun if they remade that one. Okay, we. I'm fine if they never touch zero again. Yeah, don't. Let's not. Let's. That game has a mode where you play as Wesker and everything dies in one punch. One punch, man. Like it. Ah, uh, ha, ha, ha. Um, no, it's it's interesting. Like, zero, I'm fine with zero never being touched again. Thank you. We, we can, zero was a mistake. We, we can leave anything to do with the Spencer Mansion alone. Like, just, just leave it. It's fine. We don't, we don't need to touch it again. I'll, I'll be oh, interested no. to see, see a uh, one, like, a, a, a remake on one, like, like in this style. I, I don't, I don't, I don't think it'll happen because they already like they they did a re-release of one already. Yeah, the, the remaster type things. Yeah, it, isn't like the isn't like the re-release of one that's like they have both um re ones on PlayStation mm-hmm. like the original mm-hmm. and the re, and the remake. They also have both on Xbox as well. Yeah. All right, any final thoughts you got say before we go to these questions? Nah, move on to the questions. Play it. I'm part of it. Good luck with that. Thank you. All right, here we go. Our first question is from Todd of War. Todd Ostra, my boy. Beautiful name. Now that Destiny is almost 10 years old, what would you like to see Bungie do next? Destiny 3. No, um... I agree. Just do (laughs) Destiny 3. Uh, No, uh, I don't know. I... Bungie's working on something new. We don't know what it is, but I assume it's going to be a first-person shooter because that's what Bungie is known for. Um, I don't know. I want to see something like fantasy-based, and I don't mean like sci, like because they they're obviously fantasy, but I don't mean like sci-fi fantasy, like like fantasy. Like you know, what I wouldn't mind seeing if like let's take Destiny three out of the. Equates because I don't think we're getting Destiny three at this point. Uh, we are probably getting Destiny three if their engine keeps holding up the way it is because it's held together by glue right now. So they might have to do Destiny three just to make new content after the final shape. Uh, yeah. But we'll see. But do you think it would be called Destiny three? Probably. Okay. See, that's what, that's what I was trying to figure out. I mean, uh, why would they change the naming convention? They've done Destiny, Destiny two. The next logical choice is Destiny three, right? Destiny. I don't know. Destiny's Child. <laughs> sure. There you go. Have, have Bungie get sued out the ass. Well, they're sure. not using that name anymore. <laughs> Doesn't matter. It's still copyrighted. Yeah, whatever. It's fine. <laughs> if I want to see... De- if they're not... If, if we're talking out not Destiny-wise, I want to see them do something completely different. 
okay, outside of Destiny, like, that's not, their next game that's not a Destiny game, of course. Don't do sci-fi, <laughs> do something completely different. Like, do third-person action adventure game. Let's see what Bungie can do with that. They're not, no. They're going to stick I, with I, their first I know stuff. they're not, but it's, it's, it's I want to see them do something different. I think it'll be cool, because, frankly speaking, before Destiny was Halo. So they went from Halo to quote-unquote not Halo? <laughs> but it's kind of Halo. It's just kind of like a better Halo. Don't let Halo fans hear you say that. They know Halo sucks now. Halo is not good now anymore. <laughs> they know Don't that. The it's Halo fans. <laughs> I, I get it, but like... That's, I don't know. We, you can I mean, be Spider Man in Destiny now, okay? You can you can be Spider Man. Yeah, Destiny's. I think in terms of quality wise, Destiny has surpassed. This version of Destiny has surpassed what Halo, the, the last few Halo games. I don't think that's a hot take. Destiny, as of right now, is better than Halo. That's not a hot take. That is facts. Uh, but uh, I would like to see them, like maybe get a smaller studio, just do something completely different, like hey. While, while we work on Destiny 3, here's something else we're doing. And maybe it's just something completely different out, off the wall. You know, like, um, I like when smaller studio, when studios make, like, break out to a smaller studio, a group of people, when they just make something completely different that we might not know, like a Resogun type game or something like that. Just something so different and so unique that, that may just catch on. We just don't know about it. Just like, hey, that's cool. That's how, or maybe they do like Naughty Dog. Like, hey, while we're working on Uncharted, Here's this other game we're going to call The Last of Us. Maybe you'll like it, maybe you don't. And then it becomes what it is. Destiny Studios is a, big, a pretty big studio, if I remember correctly. But Bungie is, is, is pretty big, yes. But I don't know. Um, I don't ever think they'll go deviate from first person, um, no matter what kind of game, whether it's first person shooter or not. That's fine, too. Um, but I, I, would, I, I would like to see them do like medieval fantasy or like high fantasy stuff. That could be interesting. Medieval yeah. fantasy. That could be pretty yeah. interesting. What do you think, Delvin? You know your mic's not on, right? It's still not on. Hello. There, there we go. go. <laughs> Alright. Bring back Nop. We've been missing Nop since the 1990s. Who? We need to bring that back. As a matter of fact, while we're on it, bring back Barrison. Barrison has not been here since 1994. We need that back. Sir, you that weren't even alive. <laughs> is Marathon coming back? Aren't making, isn't somebody remaking Marathon? I don't know. I think they no, are. I'm just, looking, I'm just looking at what they've done. And while we're on it, we need a new myth game. The myth no. has been not haven't no. been here since I was no. in, since I was with my dad. We need myth back. Did you but just? The... <laughs> I don't know what the hell he's talking about. All right. since, <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. Delvin Jr. and I quote: "Since I was with my dad, did you? <laughs> did yes. you just?" Apparently he's what? not with his father anymore. He's either, either, either I'm dead. What the fuck? Or or he's he's moving out. Either one I'm fine with. Let's go. 
Uh, but I, uh, I, as you know, I, as you can probably tell, I know nothing about Bungie besides they made. Halo Doesn't matter what you know about them. What do you want to see next from um, them? But, but I'm about to get to that. Um, but while preparing for that joke, I did find a game that I found interesting called Oni that they developed. It looks cool. So, yeah, remaster that. Re- remake or remaster that. I would like to see that. That I would like to see that game re- remastered. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. Our next question, which is probably pretty much for me. Well, it's going to be for you guys, actually. Not for me. In context <laughs> of the question, it's for me, but the actual question is for you, too. Because I don't give a fuck about the actual question. I know. I know. It's a, it's a great question, though. Hollywood Bones asks, well, he, he leads off with a story. He says, so a couple of the WWE 22K23 trophies are glitched due to a patch that supposedly broke the trophies from being able to pop for me. And I have the digital version. So in order to get the trophies, you have to have the disc version, upload your save to the cloud, and re-download it to your console, delete the game, turn off the internet, install the game from the disc, and perform these actions needed for the trophies to pop. You poor soul. So, I put my game in the game fly queue, and I'm going to go through the rigmarole as noted as below. All for a digital trophy. So my question is this. How far have you gone to get the elusive trophy slash achievement? Oh, I've gone far. Let's talk about how many times Tiny Tina's Wonderlands broke on me. We talked about uh, it on the and- show. We, we have. How many times have I done Chapter 4 of that game? I'd say like 30 or 40 times. Chapter As 4 alone. Times Doctor Strange saw the end of Endgame. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Uh, or talk to Dormammu about a bargain. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Dormammu, uh, I have a bargain to make with you. That That is not the line. It's Dormammu, I've come to bargain. Dude, why do I not... <laughs> <laughs> if I say something wrong now, I just want you to stay silent. Uh huh. I would appreciate that. Right. Uh, no, I've gone. I've gone pretty far. Like, um, I I fucking went back. I had to PlayStation Now Infamous One to platinum it. I had to replay through all I of Infamous and collect all of the fucking shards on a fucking streaming connection. To get the goddamn platinum for Infamous One. Yeah, and I thought like, you were smoking crack for that too. That was nuts. <laughs> like I, ten frames per second. Nah, I'm good. Yeah, it was. It was not great. Speaking of Infamous, uh, I recently bought the first two games. Games on my PS3. So, decided to try those out. Uh, uh-huh. uh huh. If you go for those platinums, you better get a guide for all those uh, those shards you need to collect. Yeah, there's over think. 200 in both games. I'll definitely that. see. I'll definitely see if I want to go for it. Nope. All right, what about you, Ben? <laughs> What's the 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 most you've done to get a platinum trophy? Spend an entire week for one trophy. What game? Uh, so so um, for so a while I went for the platinum for Persona 4 Arena Ultimax. Max, since I want to get all the Persona Platinums. Um, and there was this one trophy that prevented me from getting the Platinum. Because I'm bad at fighting games. games, And it was Don't Think, Don't, don't think Feel. Feel, which is, a, a, which is complete all the character challenges for 
or one of the playable characters. And I remember, like, back in, like, July of last year, I think it was, I could not do it. Like, no matter how much I tried, I don't, I couldn't do it. It wasn't until, like, October, October. it wasn't until, like, October where, where I'm like, okay, this is the one trophy I need for the Platinum. Let me get, let me get the story trophies out of the way and then go for this Platinum and just try to get there and shit. And I spent an entire week just trying to get the, tro- just trying to get, like, the character challenges done done and slowly and surely like, each day i was getting getting more and more character challenges done until until finally i got the platinum and i was so happy to finally get the, the platinum because because it, it was bothering me all of last year <laughs> yeah it felt so good to finally get it it's great i'm not doing none of that shit <laughs> i don't play video <laughs> games for imaginary trophies i play them for fun so once you once you put, I don't mind getting the trophy if it's not something that's if it's fun to get the trophy, but once you say you know what you gotta do this a thousand times, I'm like fuck you, I'm not doing that. It's that's not, understandable. I I don't play. I have so little time in my life with being a dad, running a business, and everything else. And all the podcasts you do, all the podcasts, and the audio drama you're a part of. Yes, and... I don't have time to be sitting here like, "Hey, let me get this trophy." Nah, 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 son, that's not it. That's not. It. We <laughs> I understand that because I understand that because a lot of like the tro- a lot of like the trophies in, in like video games, especially like like from what I've seen, especially in like Rockstar games, are just collect this thing. Oh, you did oh, it. Okay, do it yeah. five hundred more times. No, no, Rockstar. Right. And while you're at and while you're and while you're at it, go skin a bunch of bears. Rockstar no. games are are a bad example of trophy hunting games because yes, like you, you have to to get the Red Dead Two Platinum, you have to skin all five hundred and thirty two animals in the game. That's nah. why I used that as an example. No, <laughs> I know know what Dad's talking about. No, I don't do it. I don't want to do it. I don't any anytime that makes that makes me not like a game. Like, and I don't want my experience to be tarnished by some something that I. I am the cause of. If, if me going through all of this to get a trophy hurts my gameplay experience, I'd just rather not do it. Like, now nah, I'm good. I, I understand. I, I I am of the opposite. Like, I when I first played when I first played Resident Evil Village, which I thought it was pretty pretty decent when I first played it. But the more I played, the more it became now one of my favorite Resident Evil games. There you go. So I think it just makes me appreciate a game more. Oh, but that's good. I've got another example: Borderlands Three. I had to fuck it, uh, to get the platinum for that, I had to complete Circles of Slaughter, which are, like, uh, kind of like mercenaries for Resident Evil. It's just, like, a, a horde mode type thing. Uh, I had to glitch three of them out because, uh, I did them solo, and, uh, they were a pain in the fucking ass. And not only did I do them once solo, I helped Greg fucking Miller. Like, y'all know I love Greg Miller, but I helped Greg Miller get his platinum for that game. And then that is awesome. I have to do it again if I want the platinum for the PS5 version, because nope. unlike most PS5 uh, upgrades for games, the Borderlands Three trophies don't auto pop, so all of that's got to be done again. Yeah, I'm good. I am good. Honorable uh, mention go, goes to the Sonic Frontiers trophy where you have to upgrade all your stats. That's not hard, hard. But why, why do I have to like one by one upgrade my speed and my ring caps, caps, whatever it's called? Why do I have to like sit there for thirty minutes just pressing the X button, where every other stat is almost instant? 
Yeah. They uh, they want to deter you from doing it. Huh? They want to deter you from doing it. That's why. The, I, I mean, the platinum. The, some games are like that. Have you not seen the trophy list for Stanley Parable? I've seen it. I've seen it. I, okay. I want to so go for, for it one day. For the original Stanley Parable, there's an achievement that's literally don't play the game for five years. For the version that's on console, there's an achievement to not play the game for ten years. What a beautiful game. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm serious about that. Go play that game. That game's funny. Stanley Parable is pretty funny, yes. All right, let's get to our next question. I'm going to skip over John 32 for a second because I want to get this question out of the way. From Mike from the WFOD podcast. When you're wiping and you get some on your hand, do you wipe it off with toilet paper or do you wait till you get to a sink? Y'all fucking wipe. Oh, <laughs> that explains a lot. Uh, y'all are fucking gross. Ah, uh, uh, instantly wipe and then scrub your fucking hands. Ah, uh. okay, that's your answer, Haley. Yeah, the only acceptable answer. All right. I wash, I wash my hands. I wipe, wash my hands, leave the bathroom. Okay. If you get some on your hands, I think it's common sense just, just to take some toilet paper, <laughs> wipe it off, then go out to the sink and wash your hands. You guys this, wash your hands? Yes. Because first uh. and foremost, if you if you get some on your hands, you just go open the door. If you're in a stall, you're getting, you're, you're pretty much getting that shit on on the door. <laughs> so why wouldn't you wipe your hands first? That's the best part. This also explains a lot. Yo, so, I, am, I am so fucking glad I don't use public restrooms. Yeah. I hate public. But, I, I use them because because I, I don't like holding it in, but I, I don't well, like You, I like you shouldn't hold, your, hold it in. That's how you get a UTI, but still. Yes. But yeah, looking e- that up now. Even, even at home. What? You know what a UTI is, dude. I shouldn't need to explain that to you. You're yeah. 17. Of course, yeah. of course I know what a UTI is. It's, it's, it's a common thing. You know, everyone knows what a UTI is. Urinary it's tract infection. With... <laughs> All right, let's, let's uh, move on from this question. We're moving on. A beautiful question. All right. John32 asks, have you tried Chia, I think it's called. And do you hope Sony continues to support these type of games and gaming experiences? So, no, I haven't tried Chia. Uh, it is up my alley. I just, there's a, like, Resident Evil 4 was coming out. The Diablo 4 beta was this weekend. I haven't had a chance yet. I'll get to it at some point. Uh, do I hope Sony, like, continues to support this? Yeah. Um, it's an indie game. Like, I hope Sony continues to support indies, right? Like, they're, they're great experiences. So, yeah. Yeah. I, I haven't tried Chia. Chia, Chia, Chia. Chia. Um, Chia. I haven't tried Chia yet, yet near mainly because I was bu- I was busy with um, more important things. Things, uh, but uh, I do really want to try it because I've heard some good things about it, and I do hope more Sony supports more indie indie games games like this because this can open up like this can open up like so many people towards indie indies that 
they probably never would even heard of. Like like I mentioned earlier, Bugs like I mentioned earlier, Bug Snacks. Is that an indie game? Like, yes, Bug Snacks is an indie game. Yes. Yeah, but Bug Bug Snacks that was an indie game that became popular because because it was on PlayStation Plus. You could also say that with you can also say that with Fall Guys. Well, that wasn't the like, oh, that wasn't like the how. Yeah, you can't class like, Fall Guys as indie anymore though. They're owned yeah. by Epic. Yeah, that is true. But when they were indie, they, even though they were popular before. For the, the popularity skyrocketed because it was on play, PlayStation Plus. Plus, and now that's one of the most the most beloved game online games right now. now. Believe it or not, believe it or not, it still has a healthy play, player base. I mean, yeah, they did release DLC for it as well. So, yeah, yeah. And, I do, and I do hope more indies like even like even like ones that don't even get here here you don't hear about. Like I do hope more indies. It's like that kind of kind of gets like like kind of get like drop on PlayStation Plus more often. Like Animal Mutation, then for example, is one of my personal favorite games of last year. That and I, I don't think many people got to play it because because you know, you really you don't really hear that much pe- many people talk about it. So I would love to see like like more games like that be on PlayStation Plus. You know, games that. Uh, um, games, games that you wouldn't normally hear about otherwise, or on PlayStation Plus, or on World that works too. Yeah, um, I think it's. Good. I haven't. I downloaded it, but I haven't played it yet. I think it's good to support Sony when they bring these games to their consoles and make them on their Plus tier because you know we complain about them not giving us new experiences and stuff like that. So when we see new experiences, just like I said earlier, we should support those new experiences and just at least give it a try. And I think this looks like a great game. I want to wait till I finish Resident Evil before I get to it. But I did download it, add it to my queue, and I, I downloaded it and stuff like that. And I, I think this is going to be a, a at least a fun experience. I, I, I love when Sony does this to kind of like... The PS3 generation did a good job of highlighting indie games and indie studios and people to support and kind of giving those indie back indie games backing. I think they got away from that a little bit in the PS4 era. And I hope they get more back to that in this era. But yeah, I'm all for this game. Game looks great. I'm excited to play it and try it. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Our final question. Is, go ahead, Dylan. Uh, I was gonna, I was gonna make, I was gonna make a joke like say, say like why, why did they? It looks like they reused they. I don't think they did reuse it, but it looks like like they reused like the little um guitar thing from the last of us i thought that was funny <laughs> that that is that is what that is that's that's what that it, tech it is. is yes there you go hmm. all right <laughs> i better see a brutal murder oh my god I better, see someone, I better see someone play golf all right our final question is from the winner gamer it's not our final question i have the other one remember okay so the final question i'm gonna read is from the winner gamer with Rita's Italian ice cream opening back up for the year, I didn't know that was happening. What? Create a dessert for your favorite Sony franchise. Mm. Uh, what, what is what Rita's you, Italian ice cream? Thank you. I, I'm not alone anymore. I will um send you a picture of it. Let me see if I can show you guys this. But it's a very good Italian ice cream brand. Uh... uh... 
I guess I make. I guess it's a I restaurant make a... chain, but they sell. Uh, they sell like um, actual like I want to say like packs of it too. It is very good. I see. Um, I don't know. So j- just make your your favorite Sony franchise into a, a dessert. I don't know how to make a dessert for lightning based superpowers. Can I can I make two? Because I have two favorites. No, you only get one, and I know exactly what it is. You're 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 not slick. You only get one. All right. Uh, hmm. Is there any ice cream that looks like flat? That looks like that looks gray. No. It doesn't have to be ice cream. It just has to be dessert. Time. It just has to be a dessert. Oh. oh. Uh, I'll make a lime cake of Ratchet and Clank. That's my PlayStation franchise. No, it's not. You're just lying. It's fucking Jack and Daxter. <laughs> you goddamn, you goddamn I, I weirdo. Love Jack, I love Jack and Daxter. I'm not that far gone. God, I know. I know Ratchet and Clank's the better franchise. Doesn't. No, no. That's the like question a, is for your favorite. You don't have to pick the better franchise. Yes. You can answer Jack. Jack is my favorite. <laughs> Oh my god. No, it's not. You've literally ranted at me for hours on end about Jack and Daxter. I don't think I you've Jack ever Daxter, talked to me about Ratchet. I talk about Ratchet. Uh, yeah, but you've never talked to me about it, and you talk to me about everything. Yes. <laughs> so I'm going to tell you everything I like? No, no, I'm just saying, like, this is an odd choice for you, mister. I only talk about fucking Jack and Daxter and consistently ask for Jack and Daxter content, and you're never going to get it again. Um, uh, I don't know. Make a fucking uh, cake out of, like, Mountain Dew high voltage or something for fucking Infamous. I don't know how to make it a lightning based cake. cake off mountain, why would you make a cake off mountain dew well, well because high voltage it's electricity high themed voltage. yes it's mountain dew okay and it's tasty what do you have you not had mountain dew high voltage it's fucking tasty i have then what are you complaining about people people put soda in cakes all the time like yeah, they do the, I, have you thing, not yes. seen how people bake cakes yeah I thought they just put baking soda, not actual soda. Oh my, oh my god! <laughs> let me, let me, let, let's turn in this podcast. All right, I'm done for that. Let me let me find let me take a warning. Um, you, you know what? I kind of want, and this is cheating, but I don't care. Have you have either of you ever seen the WWE ice cream bars? No. Okay. Yeah, I have. They're, they're like ice cream bars with your favorite WWE characters on them. Or I'd want an assorted box of those, which which all the PlayStation characters on them. That's cool. That's like, cool. Like you know, like hey, here's the the Kratos one, and you have like a picture of Kratos in the trace on it. And then you got the the Aloy one, and then you have the one with Joel and Ellie. And, you know, just kind of go. It's just ice cream bars. I think that'd be a pretty cool thing for something to do, and I think that that'd be pretty fun. Just an assorted box of ice cream bars. Yeah, that's cool. I like your answer. With, with cool. Better than mine. Better than mine. Right. I just I just thought of, thought of color. 
All right, are we ready for this last question? Yes. Okay, so this is a question that Delvin didn't get the answer from PSVG. Uh, so uh, the question is, three games, three foods, three wrestlers, three movies, three bands. Okay, three games. So we'll, go, we'll do a round table. I'll, I'll name three games first. Uncharted, God of War, Mass Effect. Okay. Who's next? You go next, Delvin. Uh, you, go, you go, Haley. I, I, I'm still thinking. Okay. Mass Effect, Fallout, uh, Last of Us. Okay. Persona, Persona 5, Klonoa, and Spider-Man. Okay. Now, what's the next one, Haley? Three Foods. Pizza, sushi, and steaks. Delvin Jr. Uh, sandwiches. The um the hot the hot the hot fry the hot fry fries thing that that Chester's does. But Cheetos and hot fries. Yeah. The hell, the hot fries thing the Chester does. <laughs> Lord Jesus. Uh, and what's the third one, Delvin? Uh, hmm. That's a good question. Uh, I guess chicken. Okay, yeah. go, Haley. Uh, steak, mashed potatoes, and uh, and pork. Okay. What's the third one, Haley? Next one. Three wrestlers. Uh-oh. Cody Rhodes, <laughs> Kenny Omega, and Triple H. Uh, uh, using the limited wrestling knowledge I have in my head, uh, uh, Undertaker, Undertaker, um, Cody Rhodes, and uh, no, John Cena. Why not? There you go. Uh. No, actually, Logan Paul. Uh, Even better. You're an idiot. Uh, (laughs) Using my limited knowledge, uh, The Rock, John Cena, and this is going to piss people off, Stephen Amell. There you go. The Green Arrow. Oh, he is a wrestler. No, no. He's actually done, like, actual wrestling events. I'm aware. I I know you're aware, but people probably aren't. Yes. Uh, The next one is three movies. Transformers the movie from 86, not the new one. Captain America America Winter Soldier and Back to the Future. Okay. Guardians of the Galaxy, Return of the Jedi, and Spider-Verse. There you go. Okay. Uh, Now You See Me, Kingsman the Secret Service, Zombieland. There you go. Uh, the last one is three bands. This one's going to be hard for me. You know what? I'm going to say Nirvana. I'm going to say The Roots. Hold on a sec. Delvin. Delvin Jr. Back yeah. away from the mic. Okay. 
There, there you go. Okay. Nirvana, The Roots, and My Chemical Romance. Good choice. Delvin Jr. Does Wu Tang count? Yes. yes. Okay, good. Okay, Wu Tang, Gorillas, and 21 Pilots. Okay. Paramore against the, current, uh, against the Current and My Chemical Romance. Good choices. Any more questions? No, that's that's it. That's 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 what's there. We have survived this episode. Well, I've survived. <laughs> you survived. What about the rest of us? Um, y'all, y'all had a fight. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you guys. That'll do it for episode whatever episode this is. Place experience. Uh, I can tell you. Fight. Are you, I, are you I, 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 what? Yeah, no, no, I can tell you what episode of this one's like. Uh, this is 131. There you uh, go. Um, okay, you can find me over on Twitter as long as it exists at Shepard Zarel. Uh, you can find me on your game platform of choice at Haley Zarel. And if you want to see me shit post to the fucking nth degree, you can file, follow me at haleyzarel.tumblr.com. Where they can find you at, Delvin? Uh, you, you can you can find me in ga- on games as Ren the, the Mixed Nerd. Uh, you can also find you could you can find my old account album the year account where I used to review music and now I just come there to see new to see new what what's popping that's really it uh and I'm probably gonna do try I'm going to try to do something later this year and that's it so look out for that you can find me on Twitter at devil underscore cock check out the devil cock Splish anywhere you get podcasts and check out play some video games also. Arrow the complete season Blu-ray $99. Uh-huh. <laughs> Fuck Canada.